Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Ahí estaba, en el centro. Hoyo de gloria. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Brian. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, welcome in to a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Rock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We are on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And we'd love for you to hang out with us on YouTube and Facebook Live. Join the chat gang. We'll talk about what's on your mind. We'll talk Pirate Hoops today. How you feeling about ECU and Florida? Will we see Cam Hayes make his ECU debut tonight? We'll talk about that with someone on the trip in Florida. Reach out to Cy Seymour later on this hour. And talk Pirate basketball as they got the Gators tonight. Pirates are 15-point underdogs to Florida on, on a neutral site coming off the loss to South Carolina. We'll break that one down in detail and hear what Mike Schwartz had to say before the guys left town. Also coming up on today's show, Antoine Staley at New York Daily News. We'll talk some NFL. Uh, He covers the Jets and all of the NFL, so we'll talk about some of the big stories going on as uh, fantasy football playoffs are here. So we will uh, discuss... What's coming up this week in the NFL? And he has ties to both East Carolina and Florida. So we'll uh, we'll talk a little pirate hoops with Antoine Staley at 4 o'clock. 5 o'clock, former East Carolina offensive coordinator Donnie Kirkpatrick will join us. Donnie will join us on the Pirate Radio Live line. And we will talk about his career at East Carolina, the good and also uh, the not so good, what happened in uh, 2023 for east carolina and the east carolina offense we'll talk about it all with donnie kirkpatrick coming up in hour number three if you have a question that you'd like for me to pose to donnie you can get that in on facebook youtube or twitter and i will pass that along so those are the guests coming up on today's show si antoine and dk we got shirley rhodes here on a thursday and the man of chan is here as well what are you smiling about what are you grinning about over there chandler <laughs> i'm doing drugs <laughs> <laughs> what you doing uh mucinex try to get rid of that nasal thing yeah a lot of sick folks we have Bryce in here not doing I feel like uh, I'm next probably on the hit list. Yeah. Which you were sick not too long ago. Okay, so I'm going to need all of y'all to stay away from me. Whoa. I got you. Because I don't need any. <laughs> I don't literally need right any, beside her. I don't need it. Well, his is, I don't think it's contagious. I okay. think his is sinus related, which totally. is more weather related. Yeah. Well, it, when it gets to 70 and then gets back to 45, oh, yeah, it doesn't help. Yeah, and I have that same problem too. I just have been lucky I didn't get sick this time around. So, um, but I'm going to need all of y'all stay away from me. If you're contagious, I got don't you. come in here. Wash your hands. 
Dude, you're like so far out of camera shot right now. Oh, I know. I'm way over here. I think like everybody during COVID times, uh, I really... Hey, don't come in here. Get out of here. Sorry. Um, I really paid attention to washing my hands and things like that. And then like a couple years later, completely back to not washing my hands. Like I wash my hands when I use the bathroom and stuff. But like you remember COVID times, you're like washing your hands uh, constantly. Yes. You got hand sanitizer, all that. And I'm like, you know what? Nonstop. Even if this doesn't really help anything, I'm gonna make this lifestyle change. I'm gonna wash my hands more. I'm gonna I'm gonna shower more. I, I'm gonna stop putting my fingers in my mouth and touching my face. And stop picking my nose. Did you say shower more? <laughs> I was just joking. Oh, okay. I'm trying to be honest with you right now. Sorry. Sorry? I apologize. It's fine. I accept your apology. Um, but did you go through that as well? Oh, absolutely. And now, two, three years later, how are we doing on that department? Not good. Yeah. It's like I'm right back to It's normal. like exercising. You get into it for yeah. a little bit. You're like, man, I love this new lifestyle. And as soon as you stop doing it, then it's hard to get back onto that routine. Yeah. So, so basically what we're saying is that we're dirty people. We're just nasty, we're just dirty go- people. We have gone back to living that dirty li- lifestyle. Um, I am very far from a germaphobe. Like, how, how do you feel about germs? I don't care. You don't really care either? Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I shake people's hands. I give people hugs. Handshakes, yeah. hugs. Yeah. Pa- meet me outside with pancakes and drugs. <laughs> Shout out Riff Raff. Um, yeah. And look. Like you go to a restaurant, I I'll, I just give, I, I get the fork that they give me and go right to eating. Like I don't do any extra cleaning or anything yeah. or like, you know. I Or think about, oh, where has this been? I don't think about nah, that. Nah. I don't, I don't think about that one bit. Now that would freak you out, really. If you did, no. When you, I'd rather not know. Yeah. Think about like. Think about all that stuff. How they're preparing your food. How long has that food been back there? Are they wearing gloves? I don't think about that. <laughs> now. Are you barehanded? I don't care. Are you barehanded? Have you scanned, have you scanned your bare hand? All right. What do, y'all, what do y'all feel about taking pills? What do y'all feel about taking pills? Can you? How do y'all feel about that? I'm not a big fan of them. Although I hate I doing hate, it. I'm about, I... to attempt to, I'm about to attempt it right now live on the air yes all right let's see how you do do you have a tendency to choke on them i just kind of look like a fool i'm like i can't i can't take right, them with water go. i can tell you that much he's washing it down with that energy drink that didn't that that's gonna go over well <clears throat> oh, man. i mean i feel like you did that like pretty much normal yeah. like a normal human being but some people can take pills with water cannot do it i will choke every time so how do you do how it? do you do it i usually take pills with milk Huh. believe it or not it it, it does it, it can be regular milk or chocolate milk but milk is the best way for me to take a pill because it's two percent or whole two percent well and well i like whole milk too but either one make a choice shirley well on the regular i drink two percent uh okay that's interesting to me i went i wish i knew how many years off the top of my head but I feel like it was like 16 to 18 years on this earth without being able to swallow a pill. Like it took mm-hmm. me a long time to be able to do it. Oh, yeah. As I got older and had to take pills on the regular, uh, unfortunately, um, it got a little easier, but it's still, I, I did discover that water was not going to help 
taking a pill. So I had to switch. How many pills can you take at one time? One. And swallow. One. One. I've seen maniacs have a full Oh, yeah, my handful. mom. My mom would have pop six it, pills, pop go. them like it was nothing. What Crazy. kind of pills are you talking about, Chandler? Like this morning, for instance, I had four ibuprofens, little small red medicine. Instead of just taking it all down at once, I have to go individually. Yeah, yeah. Do one so at a time. Yeah. yeah. But like, there's people out there that would just go, all right. Yeah, my mom used to do that. She had a vitamin pill, like cholesterol, blood pressure, right, some look. other stuff. Six of them popped it like it was candy. You're, uh, you're And half the time, she wouldn't even drink anything with it. I'm not going to say that one. Huh? I was going to say something to Chandler, but I'm oh, not. Because okay. it is just so inappropriate and unnecessary. Is it making fun of me? It's just a vulgar comment. Oh, that who I was, made the comment, Jamie? No, I made oh. it in my head, but I'm policing myself. Can you at least tell me at the break? Sure. Robert says, good afternoon, Pirate Radio Live. Hello, Robert. Good afternoon, Robert. Or should we call you Bob? Bobby. Jerry. Hey, Jer. Hey, Jer Bear. Says, Hey, Pirate Radio Live fam and Chad gang, smash that like. Please hit the like, hit the thumb, subscribe. We would appreciate that. We're going to be with you for the next three hours, and we'll be with you tonight, 7 o'clock, on Facebook Live and YouTube for a watch party. Pirates, 15, 15 and a half point dogs. Plus eight and a half first uh, first half line. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Tasty, tasty. Come on, give me a fork. I'm about to eat. Um, we will be with you there as well. YouTube, Facebook Live, and Coach Mac, yes. Mac McCarthy, is going to be hanging out with us. It's gonna uh, be so much fun talking some X and O's. Chandler and I will be acting like fools. We'll see. Uh, we'll let him be the professional. Yeah, he can. He can be the pro all right jamie says hello everyone i recommend sean bring adult beverages tonight to treat his cold nah not tonight but i tell you what is going to be here some wings over greenville wog wings over greenville i am excited i'm gonna try a new flavor tonight oh yeah uh, that spicy korean yeah korean fire because whatever i was looking at the menu and whatever ingredient is in there it, it's the uh, same hot sauce that i have that i use in my asian dishes at home and it's really tasty and a little spicy spicy so looking forward to that wings over greenville great call for you watching some uh, some hoops at home tonight and watching us they'll yeah. deliver right to your door and they're open for lunch mike p says he ain't afraid of germs he desanitizes everything in stores to become stronger. So that's a man. He's like Rudy Gobearing everything in the store, touching Just everything. Touching, Jamie takes pills half the time with no liquid, no liquid, liquid, liquid. <laughs> no liquid five at a time. All right, sick brag huge flex. Eric says, Chan, just get the hottest flavor and sweat it out and let the snot flow. I do love a good uh, something spicy when I'm sick. Too. I got the spicy garlic, so maybe that'll... Oh, and garlic maybe help it out. Yeah. I don't know how that would, but... And in case vampires show up, we'll be safe. Yep. Because yep. of me. Yep, yep. All right. We will go to... Lakeland? Lakeland, Florida. Go out live and talk to Sassy Moore coming up in about 10 or 15 minutes. We'll hear from... 
mike schwartz as well hey john moody i see you on the uh, facebook chat if you're listening call in 317-1250 you've been asking to pick a game on 40 bowls in 14 days come on in john if you call in now during this segment we'll let you do uh let you pick a game john says where's my skim milk family skim milk i don't like milk i've never liked milk now my body reacts negatively to milk so i really don't like milk i do like cereal when i broke my arm back in the middle school uh like two times in five months the doctors told me to drink skim milk that it would help build the calcium in the bones that sounds like a myth yeah and then they also gave me gummies what kind uh flintstones calcium gummies really really good really good yeah really good gummies very good gummies they compete and they get in there in my body and compete they're physical they fight the bacteria they have great opportunity how'd you break your arm twice and how how long of a time span uh, how short of a time span so it was september uh late september of 2011 was maggie may there no but my dog's name was maggie and she was there when i was recovering in the house um broke my arm playing football i had just got the starting job that week at defensive tackle break my arm man break it again in february of tw- 2012 because i got crossed up by a girl <laughs> pick up basketball drop me like a bag of bricks drop me like a bag look not only did i break my arm i twisted my ankle too are you kidding i swear she crossed me up that's me, how you put, broke your arm yeah man that is really embarrassing well here okay what well, here's what actually happened she did put a good move on me i stepped on her foot twisted my ankle went down pow did everybody go, oh oh no they said to this day to, to this, this day, day people that were in that gym that day said it sounded like a shotgun went off oh come on man what a story though what about a story got crossed up by a girl justina henry was her name really good basketball queen player. henry justin henry gotcha justina henry uh john is tuned in but he's on the ecu mower so he can't call in he said he's mowing the big a, ecu sign i had a feeling he was you know out there grinding he's he's grinding brad says beat florida brad was asking do you have a long snapping injury unfortunately brad uh i think you should tell people it was a long snapping injury instead of getting crossed up now how did that how, how would i break Ooh, maybe when i was following through i broke my arm on my on my release all right uh ron enjoyed the maggie may reference eric says skim milk you might as well put aquafina on your cereal (laughs) robert says a question for donnie he wants to know what the play that play was called uh where you run it up the middle Uh, i got a smart alec oh we got a smarty robert Uh, also says i have explosions with milk too clipper that was pretty graphic Mike P said the Flintstone gummies helped Chan become a mean. A <laughs> mean. Mike P says I'd recommend changing that broken arm story to something much cooler. <laughs> I'm with you there. Hey, look, it's actually the truth, and I want, I could have just told you I fell in playing basketball, but I wanted, I mean, for radio's sake and for the content of the show, I wanted to tell the truth. I got crossed up. Justina Henry, if you're listening, call in. Jamie says, I got a concussion in indoor soccer being slammed into the bleachers from behind by a girl. Reminds me of uh, Charles Barkley on Inside the NBA. 
Now, when you're banging, when you're banging a dude, slam by uh, a girl from behind in the bleachers. The Jamie Q story. I would change that story. <laughs> yeah, too. we need, we gotta fix some of these <laughs> I stories. I would change man. that story. We gotta clean up some of these stories. All right. Um, oh, we got some news. Well, then tell it. Oh, additions to the staff. I want to add a new uh, breaking news theme to the show. Like a something, uh, something fun. We'll do that one day. Yeah, Chon, we got additions to the staff. Staff. We have a running backs coach, and he goes by the name of Rodney Freeman the second. He comes to East Carolina after one year at Utah State. He has 13 years coaching experience. He went to Utah State after serving as an analyst for Michigan State in 2022. Um, We also added a tight ends coach. A tight ends coach named Hunter McKay. Now, I had heard from a sauce that Aaron Aller, all, all, Aaron all, all your, R, I had heard originally he was let go. Um, now from it appears that he's still around and may have a different title within the football athletics program my question is is where's our guy Raekwon Boyette that's my question I don't I don't, I don't want that guy to go um well he's gone oh. right pretty sure he's gone man yeah gonna miss him at media day electric these guys have some shoes to fill that they do Hunter McKay tight ends coach has been added to the staff uh let's get mckay's bio he was at ole miss served as an o-line grad assistant and analyst so uh he is very familiar with jdb there's a connection there john david baker we love a connection so there you go solid hires welcome to greenville solid hires solid hires they're proven commodities good uh kaz said uh, concussions are scary i think i've had three or four but i can't remember Jeez, come on guys i've had one before clip does your source rhyme with shame detracted no it does not i'm uh now that name redacted is you know no longer with us i'm sorry to hear that i'm um you know, I'm not going to use his materials. He works hard for that. But I, I, get, I get my info elsewhere. It would shock you where I, I find my information. You never know. Wikipedia? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the route I go. I don't know about y'all, but that's the route I go. I say, Chandler, can you dig up something on this for me? And he copies and pastes Wikipedia and texts it to me. That's where we get our information. Jamie says, we're like Ole Miss light at this point. Man, I'll take that. I'll take some Ole Miss offense. I'll drink that. Here at East Carolina. Uh, Still waiting on a quarterback. Feeling out. As we're talking right now, I believe there is a visit going on with uh, Michigan State transfer. How's your mother? 
His last name's Hauser. And I always wanted to say that. His first name is like Caton. Caton Hauser. 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 Caton Hauser. Sometimes you say Hauser mother. You say words funny sometimes. Well, I am stopped up a little bit, but that doesn't really matter. Nah, that has nothing to do with like anything. It's cool. Yeah. Oh gosh, I gotta I gotta show a clip that video. Uh, have you seen the video? Uh, <laughs> you could do it on the air if you want to. Uh, Zion Williamson saying uh, lackadaisical. <laughs> <laughs> Except uh, he absolutely butchered the uh, word. Lackadaisical. When was that? <laughs> I don't know. And I sent it to Shirley. I said, this is totally me. This, this, this is me trying to uh, speak the English language. <laughs> uh, oh, here we go. Zion. <laughs> Hold on, let me mute these. Right, uh, tell me this isn't me. All right. I went into the game too, like Casagas will. Yeah, that's Chandler. You know, I think we kind of went into the game too, like Casagas will. Like Casagas will. Yeah, I, I mean, ain't that bad. I think I'm not that bad when it comes to saying a word wrong. That was pretty bad. It sounded like he had a stroke there for a little bit. What? Do, am I that bad with saying words? <laughs> oh, no. You got the Robert De Niro face. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I think you do. A little bit. Ah, uh, that's funny. Funny stuff. All right. Staff updates. Pirates hoops tonight. Anything else? Haven't seen any additions to the transfer portal. I haven't seen anything all day. Nope. By the way, that was cool that we talked to a person inside the portal yesterday. First yeah. time ever. Like, what is it? I just want to know more. What's in there? Yeah. How do you get in there? How do you get How out? How do you of get there? out? What happens if you never get? What the true daughter never gets out, and has to remain in the portal for the rest of his life? Those are the questions I need answered. But folks, uh, we'll never know. Scott says he can be a source of info for all things Dolphins, Hurricanes, Florida State, and Braves. All right, Scott. Well, is Tyreek Hill playing? Because I'm playing against him this week, and I'd really love him to sit out this week and just take a little rest. Hey, And I'd really love Jalen Waddle to uh, catch a lot of balls. And I'd really love Raheem Mostert to score two touchdowns. Scott, can you check in with Mike McDaniel? And see if any of those things are possible. Damn, Scott says Tyreek Hill is playing. Uh, let's take a break. Robert has some info on Caden Hauser. Somebody's been to Wikipedia. Quarterback from Michigan State looks capable. Played at Jay Bosco in high school. Supposedly coming to ECU. Redshirt sophomore. 6'3", 215. I saw something today talking about well, we weren't talking about it, but it reminded me of uh, this Travis Hancock, who is a part of the WFNZ radio station in Charlotte covering Panther football. And it said, you know, the question, is this the worst it has ever been for the Panthers? And the answer is nope. In 2000, to simulate the Superdome noise, Panthers head coach George Seifert held practice with every staff member using a leaf blower on full volume. It did not work. Players complained that they couldn't breathe from all the fumes, and the Panthers lost 24 to 6. All right. So we are not technically at rock bottom yet. I disagree. But you're a fan. You can decide that for yourself. 
This is the worst since you've been following them. Absolutely. Hands down. Cass says Keenan Allen out for the Chargers tonight. Ooh. Pike will not be at the basketball game. Might join the watch party. What do you mean, might? What else do you got going on, Pike? Hot date? It's Thursday night. What are you going to watch? Seinfeld? What else do you have to do? Is the voice on? You're watching the voice? You watching the voice? Mass singer? Hey, bud, take the mask off. Join us. <laughs> Come on in. We'll take a break. Tune in, buddy. CL says the Panthers are below rock bottom, my guy. Eric, I'm not even... Sometimes I like reading your dumb jokes. That one is too dumb for me to read out loud. Well, since I'm dumb, do you mind if I read it? Sure, go ahead. It's his joke about the portal. Oh, God. This could be good. It's not. It's not good at all. Eric says, next time you want to jump in the portal unprotected... Wait, that's not the joke. Can they use the restroom in there? Is there a line of portal? Por- God. Let's get a break. Hey, Zion. Your command of the English language is outstanding. No, no I, I was reading it, but it was so stupid. I had to just cut myself off. We'll take a break. Come back. See if we can hook up with Cy Seymour live down in Florida. I got a lot of Cam Hayes questions. We'll see if Cy has the answers when we return after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business organization or event? Keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Trying to hook up with Cy Seymour. Were you unsuccessful, Shirley? Uh, yeah, let me call him back yeah see if you can get him he said he may or may not be available he is uh with the team in florida as they get ready for the gators tonight hoops in lakeland florida and we will be with you pirate radio watch party fueled by wings over greenville tonight looking forward to a great meal and some great fun with coach mac mccarthy who will be hanging out with chan man and i Looking at the Gators and what they've done this year, saw uh, watched them against Florida State, and they won that game by 30 points. Uh, they have also lost to Wake Forest, uh, lost to Baylor, defeated Richmond. All their losses have been uh, against some quality teams uh, so far this season including uva all right uh we'll talk more about the gators and more about the pirates now with Cy seymour who joins us on the pirate radio live line live from florida Cy, how you doing man 
Good, Cliff. How are you, buddy? Doing good. Getting ready for some hoops tonight. East Carolina coming off a loss to South Carolina. We'll uh, touch on that one a little bit, Si. Get your thoughts on these Gators. But first, I got some Cam Hayes questions for you. Uh, first of all, Si, is Cam uh, with the team there in Florida? Yes, he's with the team. And, of course, he worked out with them this morning. And he's practiced hard with them. But uh, went through uh, shoot-arounds this morning with, with the Pirates. Is the expectation uh, that we'll see him tonight? It's you know, Clip. I'll tell you, it's up in there. It really is up in there. It's it is a tough decision because if he does play, and they re- if if they change the ruling in fourteen days or whatever, then are they going to come back on these athletes and say that's your your eligibility? Or you know, see so, but but that's not likely, right? But it, it's got to be weighed out, and and really, it's a lot in Cam's hands. He knows the facts. He knows what's being told to him by attorneys. And and, uh, and uh, John Gilbert and, and Coach Forrest, all of them have been on top of it. They, they're on top of it. They know the situation inside out. And, and uh, really, it's going to come down to a decision. What does the young man want to try to do? Does he want to try and go ahead and play and hope it stays this way, which it could easily do. But if it does change back, you get caught in the uh, in the missing a year, and right. that's what that's what's going on right now, Cliff. And I'm telling you, they've been on top of it. They've been on the phone. I'm talking about the administration. As they've been on this from day one, and all since we've been on this trip, they're doing they're doing the best they can. And this is what I like. This is where they've always done it. They're trying to do what's right for Cam Hayes, and they're looking after the student athletes. They've done that every in every tough end with COVID. John Gilbert and his staff looked at what's the best thing for our student-athletes. That's what they're doing, and and really it's still up in the air. So that's all I can tell you. I know he's been active on the bench, uh, very engaged in the game, Si, uh, that East Carolina plays. And uh, from what, you know, I, I believe you've told me and others, you know, he, he's been at practice, right? Like, he has been preparing in case this day came. So if he – if he feels confident that he won't lose a year and that he can play legally and all that, uh, he, he's physically ready to go. Is that fair to say? That that is fair to say. Yeah. Yes, he has been working out with this team. He knows all the offenses, defenses. He's been practicing all year with. Them. Yeah. Uh, well, that is uh, that is very positive news. Cy si Seymour joining us from Florida. Um, what kind of we're playing the if game here si so play a little hypothetical with me uh if you know he does give it a go you know is he starting is he coming off the bench do you do you ease him in do you give him 35 minutes you know what what in your opinion uh how would you use him coming out for his first game i would i would bring him off the bench and bring him in and let him play minutes and if he gets comfortable it wouldn't be anything where he would start and go right into it uh that, I just don't see that happening. Yeah. I would think he would come in, try to get used to the flow of the game, maybe play a three or four minute interval and then get out. I, I, that's what I think, but I don't know enough to know that part of it, but I, I would not think he'd be in the starting lineup. Yeah. Cy Seymour joining us live from Florida, East Carolina, and Florida tonight. We'll be live inside the Pirate Radio studios watching it. Come watch it with us, myself, Chandler, and uh, special guest Mac McCarthy going to be joining us tonight. So, Mac. Yes, sir. He'll be providing the X's and O's, and uh, it'll be yep. fun. 
You got to. There's nobody better than Mike. You got the right guy. I can tell you that. Yeah. Now, what a downfall for his career. Si. He's been in the Sweet 16. Coach Charles Barkley beat NC State, and now he's hanging out with me and Chandler on a Thursday night. What a downfall. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but I can tell you this. He, was, he is a really good basketball coach. That's the truth. Yes, sir. And a great guy. Uh, great sense of humor. Love uh, I mean. love hanging out with Mac, and uh, he'll be with us tonight here in these Pirate Radio studios. Cy, East Carolina, man, it was a uh, – that was a really fun Saturday. I, I took my daughter, and she is not a sports fan, doesn't really care. That's the most engaged she's ever been in a game, and, and she was into it, and it, it, I really enjoyed that part of it. The crowd was good. We had a good opponent in here. Everything went right except the last couple minutes where the Pirates couldn't get it done, and we've talked about that, side. Who is taking the shot at the end of the game, at the end of the shot clock? And it uh, just didn't work out for the Pirates on a couple of trips there at the end against South Carolina. But that was a, that was a fun college basketball game. I wish we'd have come out with the win, but really hope we can get more of those in Minji's. Oh, I agree with you. I mean, when you look up at, you know, with 20-some seconds to go uh, or less than a minute to go, the, the game was tied at 62 all. I mean, that's how close that basketball game was. There was a point there when we had a three-point lead and missed a free throw that would have put us up four. I thought that was – that's one of those that says, okay, now it's a two-possession game because South Carolina can shoot the three ball and uh, miss that free throw, and that made it back to a one-possession game. And, and this is a really good South Carolina team, much better than last year. They've got the pieces right. They share the ball well. They did a lot of good things. I thought ECU played well. I, th- I thought a lot of good things went our way, played well, played hard. Just at the end of the game, we just didn't, didn't hit it. I would have the same people doing what they did. It just didn't drop. Give credit to South Carolina. I thought they did a tremendous job uh, guarding people that they had to stop in the last few minutes. And uh, so give, give South Carolina the credit, but also give ECU credit. This is, they, were, they really played well against a team that really did well in the portal, and I'm talking about South Carolina, and they've got players, and, and uh, ECU was right there with them. Sai, every team goes through things, and so ECU not you know the only one, and uh but we've seen brandon johnson kind of in and out ezra in and out Jaden walker in and out and uh, those guys we've seen brandon leave the game a couple of times limping and, and come back in ezra banged up there's also been you know illness sickness so they're, they're battling a lot of things right now how uh as far as you know are they doing heading into this game any illnesses any injuries going into it uh i think everybody's ready to go except maybe by Allah. Uh, okay somebody else is ready to go and everybody seems healthy, uh, and you know, you know, it's really I can, it's been unfortunate. I think the couple of games they lost early, they wouldn't have not have lost if they'd had Brandon Johnson. Now that's not to say it doesn't help you to play without him and see where the weaknesses are and the strengths are. But you know, I, th- I think really a couple of games early, you probably win. But you you come back and beat a good uh, Wilmington team uh, who beat uh, K- Kentucky. And I'm telling you, Wilmington is really good. Uh, that's a good win. And then you almost – you really had South Carolina on the ropes and uh, didn't win it. But it means ECU is competitive. I, I really believe this with the upper echelon of the American. Now, don't get me wrong. Look, Memphis is the real deal. They go to, they go to Texas a and last weekend, and Texas A&M is 21 in the country. Memphis is not ranked, and they beat – Texas A&M on their home court. And then you've got the FAU, who's just beautiful to watch. They're well coached. They do a lot of nice things. They play correct. 
They, they make the right pass, and they do not panic. Those two teams are really, really good. I think Wichita State's going to be good. I think they're a, 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 um, Alabama-Birmingham's going to be good. I think there's a lot of good teams in this league, but their ECU can play with the upper echelon in this league. Not saying they, they can always win them all, but this is, this is a solid ECU team with good guards, good wings, and, they can, and if they're shooting it well, they can beat you. Cy Seymour joining us. I feel like they can beat anybody on this schedule, Cy. And if they don't bring their A game, can uh, get tripped up by anybody on this schedule. And tonight, they got a Florida Gators team, Cy. Just looking at them overall, they are battle-tested. Every team they've lost to is a quality team. They've lost to Virginia, Baylor, and Wake Forest, uh, beating some good teams as well. Beat Florida State uh, by 21 points. Uh, We're up like 30 in that game at one point. Uh, also recently knocked off Richmond, uh, beat Pittsburgh. And one thing I'd noticed, uh, Pirates are going to have to score tonight. Uh, the lowest point total for Florida this year is 70, and that was against Virginia. So that's like scoring 90 against most teams, right? So they have been in the 90s. They've been in the upper 80s a lot. Uh, looks like they can play some offense. They average about 15 seconds per possession before they shoot. Mm. That's it, 15 seconds. They're going to go down. They're going to take – they're going to come at you full full blast on the first run down. They're going to go downhill if they can and take it to the hole, but they're going to they're going to take it to you offensively. Now, how do you adjust and how do you take that that punch and return back and get normal? And uh, that's what they do. Uh, the other part of it is I, they have really had great luck in the portal. Uh, this kid Walter Clayton that played for Rick Patino. Uh, when Patino goes to, you know, when he goes up to and leaves and goes to St. John, this kid comes back home. This kid's one of the best players in Florida, Walter Clayton. He's a really good player. Uh, he, he, they won the championship, and he played for Iona with Rick Patino. I, I, I really like Samuel. Samuel played at Seton Hall. He's a 6'10", 6'9", kid, uh, 235, that averaged Lima game up there and Shot 55% last year from the field for Seton Hall. That's a Big East team. They are, and that is a really good player. And then they got a young man uh, from Marshall that's 7-1 that's very active. And then they also got uh, Jarvis from Yale who averaged 11 a game. And, and that's not counting the guys they have back that can really shoot it. So they've got good wing play. Kugel can play. Uh, and and uh, so can Will Richard. So the, the, they, this is a good, strong Florida team that will fit, finish in the top part of the uh, of the tough Southeast Conference, and it is a tough one. I would say from five up, six up, that's where they'll be, and it is a powerful league. So uh, this is a good Florida team. You better bring your A game. You better be hitting, and you better get back on defense because they're going to run and take it to you. Coached by, I had to look this up, Si, uh, Todd Golden, young coach, second youngest coach uh, in a, if you want to use the term, power conference uh, behind John Shire. Uh, but Todd Golden, you know anything about this guy at all? The biggest thing I know about him is he is, uh, he's analytical. He's young, like you said. Uh, he's going to take it to you. He's going to play hard. They're going to try to really get better on the defense at the end. Uh, and he's done a really good job in the portal. So this guy's going to get it done here, and uh, it was a good hire. Now I'm reading, side. Now I remember him, and you talk about them going so fast and scoring. He was at San Francisco, and, I, yeah, they used to run and gun in the West Coast Conference. I remember the name now. That's it. Yeah. So 
they they will be very good. Uh, and but see the, again, they are all buying in. So see, you got four or five new guys. So they're trying to fit. There's if they're on, they're unbeatable. But they've lost three games because they're not. Quite, they're they're looking to, and they lost against three really good ball clubs. Then when they're on, they beat Florida State like a drone by twenty some points. Yeah, that's how they're playing. So you you never know. But the quality losses, they've not lost anybody that wasn't a, wasn't a really good ball club. So they're the real deal. They're going to come after you hard. They're going to run it hard, and you got to be you got to be able to withstand withstand them. You got to cut them off going to the bucket early. Getting out, get out on their threes, and one and done. You got to hit the glass. Cy, are you uh, calling the game? Any? Or are you a fan? What are you? What's your role tonight? I, I, I'm in the stands booing the referees. All right, welcome to my world. <laughs> now, we'll be sitting back, of course, pulling for the Pirates, but really enjoying it. I, this is a good staff and, and good players, and they're they're getting used to each other. And and uh, and and listen, but you're not like they're shooting around today. They're into it hard, and and, and uh, their film session today, they're into it. They're ready to go. This, this is a good coaching staff, and uh, you just stay with them and keep pulling for them in a, in, a, in a tough game tonight. I mean, you're at Florida in the SEC, who's won two national championships that I know of, and and uh, I did have a guy today tell me uh, in a restaurant, he said, we're pulling for y'all hard. We're from Florida State. We can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Sal, while you're there, um, you might have a former pirate to go say hey to uh, Alex on YouTube. Alex, by the way, was uh, on Jeff Lebo's uh, support staff back in the day. Uh, said he saw that Miguel Paul uh, will be at the game. Saw Miguel posted that on Facebook. So you might see the old pirate point guard there tonight. Well, I can tell you, I was talking about him today. I, I was saying, you know, the team that we made the run with, it's funny that you're talking about that. I said to these people that were here, I said, Miguel Paul and Akeem Richmond could shoot. Mm. They could shoot, and, and Miguel was a tremendous point guard. And uh, that was a, that was a good basketball team. Never slight that team. They, they At the end of the year, they could have beaten anybody in the country. And Mikael Paul was the, was one of the major parts. They, they had other pieces. You know, Kemp was six foot eight and a three-man that could play. Armstrong could play. Sampson could play. And Akeem Richmond could shoot it, and, and we had several guys up parish. We had a lot. We had a good ball club, there, no doubt. But that's neat that he's coming tonight. Yeah, yeah, it'd be cool. Uh, Cy, uh, you talked about the aggressiveness for Florida on the offensive end. Benjamin in the YouTube chat asking if Florida presses. Uh, how, how big a game will this be for for Bobby for uh, Caleb? Whoever's bringing the ball up the court for East Carolina, will we see some uh, pressure pressure tonight? Well, I think you'll always see pressure. I'm not sure how much full court pressure you'll see, but this it's going to be very physical, and 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 Pettiford can handle pressure, and he can handle physical play. Uh, do you have the depth? I hope we do. But uh, and and look, you you got really good guards at ECU. You know, you, I, I, I'm not as concerned about that as I am. Do you shoot it well tonight? You know, do do you defend the three well? Do you get back on defense? That's going to be the key. Well, I think they'll hand, Walker's are really tough. Walker's tough. So they're, they're pieces of the puzzle that can handle pressure. The question is, can you defend when they're coming to the bucket on you? Can you rebound one and done against this team? Because they are big and strong inside. I wouldn't be surprised if DCU doesn't start big. Uh, if I look at them on paper, I would, I would have a big lineup out there to start with. 
All right, uh, East Carolina and Florida going at it tonight. Cy Seymour joining us live from Florida. Cy, enjoy the game, man, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Love talking basketball with you. All right, man. Good to talk to you, Clip. Go Pirates. Appreciate it. There he is. Cy Seymour ready to go tonight. Chad in the YouTube chat is ready to go. He said, man, I'm ready for tonight's live stream. So am I. In fact, we got our jerseys ready. We've got our, I brought in three black socks to cut up to make wristbands and armbands. We're going to go get I tattoos. Just, I just got uh, off the phone with a tattoo artist, and he's going to be here about 530 or so. We're going to go, uh, are we getting full sleeves? Full sleeves. Man, all right. So, we'll get our tats ready to go. I can't wait till Mac walks in and sees us, what we're wearing. You think he just turns right around and walks out? that could be a possibility but i think he'll be committed once he walks through that door. Uh, i think he will uh jamie says make your layups get out on the three florida shoots over 30 percent with several starters that burned east carolina against south carolina especially in the first half it was bombs away and south carolina was able to uh to get a double digit lead in east carolina of course eventually fall back came up short it's never easy away from home, but you get a little hope after what East Carolina did to South Carolina last year on a neutral site. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. You're ready to wrap up our number one of Pirate Radio Live. We got to open up the treasure chest. Got to do some 40 bowls in 14 days at some point as well. A lot more to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006 and are the local tech support experts for any business, any of your business needs, rather. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Chandler just uh, crop dusted a Miguel Paul highlight on me. Oh, I did. You're welcome, buddy. He popped up Miguel Paul YouTube highlights and then left the room. And now I'm sitting here enjoying him. He is dishing. Those lobs he used to throw, man, were on the money. Oh, man. ECU won at uh, Southern Miss. Darius Morrow went crazy. I, I might be thinking of a previous year. Yeah. But uh Moro was more 2011. I think that was they just showed him at Southern Miss. Reminded me of that. Uh yeah, great point guard. Who's your? Uh, hey, let's wrap up the hour by uh, putting out our favorite, not like an all-time Blue Edwards, but our favorite starting five. Who's at point guard for you? Brock Young. All right, I'm going to say we can't have the same player. So I was going to say Brock Young. 
So that brings me to either Miguel Paul, Jafet McNeil. It will not be him. Travis Holcomb Faye. It will not be him. Um, Daryl Jenkins. Oh, what a steal. Hey, Daryl Jenkins. <laughs> Remember Daryl Jenkins? Jenkins? Was Corvon Gaines a point guard? Um, Never forget that game winner against UCF in the corner. Yeah, he was not a three-point shooter at all. Shot line drives. Buried that one. Um, all right, who else? Who's been more recent? You could go... Who was that? Oh, after? you can go like B.J. Tice. Well, he was... Nah, he's not a point guard. He's a shooting guard. You can go like... Uh, who was after Paul... I'm, I'm just going to take Miguel Paul. All right. Shooting guard. Two guard. I go first this time. I'll take Akeem Richmond. Uh, of course. <coughs> Let's see. Uh, give me what? BJ Tyson. All right. Other possibilities were uh, my guy, James Legan. James Legan. Jonte Sharad. Jonte Sharad. Man. Sharad. Huge uh, senior season for Jonte. <clears throat> All right. Small forward. Oh. What? Could've, someone could have said Shamar Bowden. Yeah. Someone could have. Small forward. You go first. Maurice Kemp. Mo Kemp at the three for Chandler Honeycutt. All right. I could go Jamar Abrams. <laughs> Uh, by the way, before halftime Steve and halftime Don and halftime Sean, my smoking buddy was Jamar Abrams' dad for two years. Oh, wow. I used to talk to him every halftime. Get a, do a first-half recap. <laughs> so I like Jamar. Um, who are some other threes? Oh, oh Caleb White. I like Caleb White. He, was, he played <clears throat> here a long time. He was a... Uh, silent assassin mm -hmm. he had that smooth left stroke paris roberts campbell oh my gosh <laughs> now you're talking prc <laughs> all right i'm gonna put errol bing at my small four errol bing maybe my all-time favorite wait a minute 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 all right i'm gonna save errol because i get next first pick right yeah all right i'm gonna have sam hennett at the three for me okay so i've got paul Richmond Hennett. You've got Young, Tyson, Mo Kemp. Mo Kemp. I'm going to take Errol Bing at the four. All right. At the four for me. Oh, man. Does it throw out some names. Um. Well, like Gabe Mikulas was on that Bing team. That was before your time. Before my time. I would take him. I might take him at center. Um. I don't know, like a well, Jaden Gardner, yeah, would be the ultimate four if you want to take a guy that left. Which it's not like Miguel Paul and Akeem Richmond were here four years; they transferred in. Yep. So Rhode that's Island, about and the same, right? Missouri. Um, Corey Rouse, one of my uh, favorites too, from Kinston back in the day. Ty Armstrong was a big man. Just give me uh 
I mean, I wanted to take Morrow, but... I mean, I was thinking Morrow. Why wouldn't you take Darius Morrow? He's the most skilled big man we've ever had. I know. All right, because I can't think of a center, but I'll take Morrow. Well, you got to find one. So what am I on? The uh, the five? Oh, give me Musa. No. Okay. Oh, you go first. Damn. Well, you don't know Musa. You can't take Musa. Uh, meta, meta something? No. Musa. What's his last name? You don't know him, so you can't take him. I, I just want to know his last name. Body Ann. Body Ann. All right, so for the center. All right, so to recap, I got... Wait, did we? Did I do a number? F- I don't think you did four. Oh, no, okay. no, you did. You did take four because you said I'm going. Well, uh, I'm taking Bing as my four, as your four. and Hennett as my three. All right, so who's your five? Or so do I your, go who, first? Yeah, who's your team? Musa. All right, my lineup is Miguel Paul, Akeem Richmond, Sam Hennett, Errol Bing, Musa Badian. I got a lot of errors. I'm very happy with my team that I've assembled. Um, who's your center? He could go. Uh, uh, see, I, you know who a name I thought of. All right, so Robert Sampson, but he's a four. Well, that's fine. I mean, you can take him, but I'm going to go Chad Win. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's your team. Nah. Give me Charles Coleman. <laughs> Give me Andre Washington. <laughs> See, uh, you can't take Washington because you're an Andre Washington hater <laughs> for some reason. Um, I'm seeing some names throughout the chat. See, if I were you... Oh, I'm going to go... God, Mark says Belton Rivers. That's an old name. The headband. Talking junk. Yeah, down by Armstrong? Ty Armstrong. Ty Armstrong. Pretty you good You can center. take him? Yeah. All right. Now we get to pick a six-man. Good gracious. <laughs> now... I'm going, all right, I'm going first. Oh, I'm, yeah, going, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going... Caleb. Caleb White? Yeah, Caleb White. Uh, give me Mikulas. Man, I'm living in the past. So my team is Brock Young. At guard, Brock Young. At guard. At shooting guard, B.J. Tyson. At the three, Mo Kemp. At the four, Darius Morrow. And the man in the middle, Ty Armstrong. All Six right. man, Caleb White. I got Miguel Paul, Akeem Richmond, Sam Hennett, Errol Bing, Musa Badian, and Gabe Mikulas. Some names we didn't mention that I'm seeing in the chat. Marshall Gilmet. I thought about Marshall. Dink Peters. Michael Sengari. <laughs> Brandon Stith. <coughs> Peyton Robbins. Guess who I, <laughs> hey, guess who I saw? This is a throwback. Guess who I saw? At the South Carolina game, I believe it was. Who? Corey Sargent. Not Corey Sargent. Grayson Sargent. Grayson Sargent. Corey Sargent, former ECU football, football player. player. We've had a couple of Sargents. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. That was fun. Talk to Antoine Staley. Uh, I love ECU basketball fantasy lineups. I mean, I think your team beats mine. Or it could be a good matchup. Man, I mean, but I, you got Richmond, man. Team Richmond's going to light that, your world <laughs> up. BJ Tyson. Richmond is literally the he's the number one overall pick out of all those guys. BJ Tyson's not known as a defender. 
He's going to get lost in traffic. Richmond is going to light him up. <laughs> Ryan said, Spasayevich. <laughs> <laughs> now I just want to name ECU basketball players for Random, the next two yeah. hours. Spasayevich was my freshman year. Spasayevich. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go. Alex said, underrated wing. One of my all-time favorites, Aaron Strong. Strong. I remember him. God, I love names. I love names from the past. We'll take a break, come back. Antoine Staley joins us to talk a little football when we return after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, Pirate fans, did you know there are thousands of special needs children and adults right here in our community that love ECU athletics as much as you do? Robbie's Clubhouse is a local nonprofit organization that can turn your unused ECU tickets into a fun day for a family with special needs. If you can't make it to the next Pirate game, simply call 1-800-DOLL-ECU and donate and designate your tickets for Robbie's Clubhouse. If you know of a family that needs tickets to a game, call Robbie's Clubhouse at 252-916-9117. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. All right, welcome back to the show. Chandler and I were talking... Uh, other players that we missed thought about prince williams during the break i know um, I, you must have gotten a good name because i saw your reaction yes. during the break pig <laughs> oh my goodness i used to love pig he did go like oh for 10 and then he, no he missed like 27 threes in a row <laughs> it was the biggest drought in basketball history pig jackson Tyree Pig Jackson. Atticus. Atticus says Pig. <laughs> Vance uh, Jackson. Vance Jackson. Mark is old like me. He said, how about the Jamaican giant Garth Grinley? Wow. Ryan said, Pig was a monster. Hard-nosed guard. Hard-nosed. Mark said, Mike Cook broke my heart. Ryan said, how do we forget about the kid P.J. Harrison punched at the YMCA in Durham before his rookie year? Kentrell Barkley. Kentrell Barkley. Man, we've just had so many guys move on. This is like pre-transfer portal. I could do my all-portal, like uh, Frank Robinson, a lefty, went to Cal State Fullerton. Jeremy Shepard. Jeremy Shepard. God, I forgot about him. Went to Roadie. Elijah Hughes. Elijah Hughes went to Cuse in the NBA. Man. So many have left us. N- Noah Farrakhan. <laughs> the tassel. <laughs> Don't hassle the, the tassel. tassel. He's at West Virginia now, but he's he's in the Cam Hayes situation. God. So he went from he went to here Michigan. to Eastern Michigan to play with uh, the dude that came from Memphis. Yep. Bates. Bates. Amani Bates. Amani Bates. It's a damn full-time job keeping up with uh, where everybody is and where everybody went and where they are now. 
old ecu basketball <laughs> we'll talk about some new we'll make some new memories tonight oh Stephen allen put uh a friend of the show neil punt could have been a big man on one of our rosters uh, i got one that's gonna blow your mind please blow my mind howard hurt <laughs> howard hurt the hurt business the hurt locker oh god i hope howard's wor- oh, listening uh he is a somewhat frequent guest at sports trivia at aj's mm-hmm. howard hurt well damn i guess i should go with my guy uh-huh he is taylor, your guy. G- taylor gagnon gagnon taylor gagnon bring him on if i had to make an all-time easy roster i would have 37 players like the bench i would have like four benches um we wouldn't win many games but we'd have a lot of fun we'd beat your team maybe but maybe it's, it would be a good fight could be uh justice um by the way atticus said jabari craig jabari craig that is a name i have not heard in a long (laughs) time that's crazy uh how about dude that went to tennessee um uh ah john fields was his name i mentioned robert samson earlier he went to georgia tech uh we have a guest on the line sorry antoine we're talking about old ecu basketball names Maybe he knows some. <laughs> hey, hey, I mean, hey, I mean, I, I know some from twenty oh, two thousand eight to twenty ten when I was there. So, all right, well, that was a decent. That was the uh, Brock Young, uh, Jamar Abrams, yeah. Darius Morrow, Morrow days. Yeah, yeah, those were those were pretty I, good teams. I the school, I mean, I took classes with a lot of them. I mean, a lot of them were like communication majors. So, yeah, yeah I knew a lot of the football players and basketball <laughs> players too, and baseball too. Antoine Staley joining us. Uh, Antoine, I want to talk some NFL with you, but East Carolina does play Florida in hoops tonight. And am I? Do you have ties to both ECU and Florida? Yeah, I have a. Uh, obviously, I have an undergrad there, and I have a master's from Florida. So yeah, I do have a few ties. So what's your uh, rooting interest when the two teams meet? They've met on the football field a couple times. How about tonight? always ecu <laughs> always all right yeah pirates a uh, 15 point underdog down in lakeland florida tonight it'll be seven o'clock on the sec network and we'll have a watch along here watch party so you can join myself chandler honeycutt and former ecu head basketball coach mac mccarthy he'll be uh, in studio with us coming up tonight looking forward to that antoine uh covering the jets and the nfl and uh what a <laughs> what a wild year it's been uh for the Jets. They have been, you know, playoff Super Bowl contenders week one for about two minutes when Aaron Rodgers was healthy and then the season's over, then they win a few, then they lose a few, and uh they have ridden the roller coaster here with Zach Wilson and everybody in between. So how do you kinda uh put it into words for the New York Daily News what this Jet season has been like so far? Uh, it's been hard to be honest with you, but somehow I've been able to do it. Uh, sorry, I was a little bit late too. The Jets helped me over too, as well. Uh, they they always late for everything. But to answer your question, yeah, it's just been crazy. Like the simple, I mean, the game the Aaron Rodgers went down and actually ended up winning that game, and then of course they lose to Dallas, lose to the Patriots, thinking, oh well, you know, the season's probably going to be over. You know, they end up going on a bit of a winning streak there, beat the Giants, and then go on a five-game losing streak. So, yeah, it's been crazy. A lot of uh, carousel with the quarterback situations. Been 
you know, four, three different quarterbacks, four different quarterbacks really that are play take snaps for the Jets this upcoming year. They end up signing, you know, Brett Rippon recently, so it could potentially be five. And you know, we still have four more games to go, one against the Dolphins on Sunday. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think that they still have an opportunity to make the playoffs. To be quite honest with you, although they have like a point four percent so, but yeah, it's uh, it's just been a heck of a roller coaster ride just covering this team and just trying to follow it on a day-to-day basis what's the the talk on rogers antoine i mean does he actually somehow miraculously get on the field this year or uh you think we uh we won't see him till next year it's going to depend on what happens on Sunday, I think. Uh, I think if they end up losing, then I don't think it's much of a shot that he comes back because they really don't have anything to play for in that instance. I mean, they would have lost nine games. You know, their chances of making the playoffs, even if they went out, are slim to none anyway. But at least they have some type of chance to make the playoffs. I know Aaron wants to play no matter what, but I don't know if, you know, the risk outweighs the reward in that instance where, you know, it's too much of a risk to bring them back for meaningless games, especially, you know, when you're playing the Commanders next week on Christmas Eve, and then you got a short week against Cleveland and Miles Garrett on Thursday Night Football, and then, oh, you got to play the Patriots, a team that they have not beaten since 2015. But Mm. he wants to come back. He wants to try to, you know, like have that narrative. Like it's been a narrative that you can't play in a game uh, coming off with Achilles injury in the same year. But you know, I know he wants to defy medicine and try to do that. Antoine Staley joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line, talking NFL. And how about um, Robert Sala? What's uh, you know he's got kind of a built-in excuse with the quarterback issues. Uh, so uh, you know, how hot is the seat? What's his approval rating with the fans? Uh, what's his situation? Well, that's the two different things. <laughs> I think right now they're going to give him a bit of a mulligan unless something crazy were to happen uh, the rest of the last four games of the season. From what I understand, that he will be back. Uh, how hot that seat is going to be in the offseason is going to be really warm because, you know, this is his third year. They remember they took Zach Wilson in 2021, his first year, you know, not even, you know, his first job uh, being a head coach. And, you know, the Zach Wilson experience hasn't worked. And then, quite frankly, it seems like they're probably going to end up trading him um, during the offseason. So, I mean, they have to win. They have not only do they have to make the playoffs, I believe, with Aaron Rodgers next year, and hopefully he doesn't get hurt. I mean, Aaron is 40, so and old people tend to, especially playing football, they tend to get hurt, and they're not as obviously durable as somebody that's in their 20s or even 30s. But yeah, they got to win. There's no excuses anymore. Uh, he's he's won 16 games as a coach. I think he's 16 and 31. Uh, you got to win. You got to win at some point. The Jets hadn't made the playoffs since 2010. That's the longest drought in professional sports right mm. now. And if they don't, if they don't make the playoffs next year, or even just win a playoff game, you know, I think he's definitely not only will he be gone. I think the general manager might be gone, Joe Douglas, and then Aaron Rodgers in turn might end up retiring, and they're going to completely start over. Uh, you never know week to week, Antoine. It's what makes the NFL interesting. It also makes it frustrating if you're trying to pick games. But right there in the division the Jets are in, you got the Patriots bottom of the barrel, which uh, we just haven't seen in a long, long time. You've got the Chiefs uh, losing at home to Buffalo. Buffalo's been as inconsistent as they get. And the Dolphins, uh, who 
uh, appeared to be cruising in the AFC East, losing at home to Tennessee on Monday night. So, I mean, you just never know. When, when, and, and boy, how about these standings in the AFC playoffs? All these teams with seven wins right now, uh, still jockeying for position there at the top between Miami, Baltimore, you know, Jacksonville um, has had some head scratchers, and then Kansas City. Yeah. So uh, just so much up in the air these last few weeks here. It really is. And the Bengals are still in it. Yeah. When just Joe Burrow went down, I think everybody thought, okay, they're done. Like, they're not going to win it again. And then Jake Browning has, you know, really rallied the troops and got some creaky victories against Jacksonville. And then, you know, last week, too, as well, uh, over the Colts. So, yeah, I mean, they're they're back in it. And then they got a game against the Vikings on Saturday and then the Steelers. So, they got a, they got a shot to possibly make some noise, too. And, you know, us, obviously, we talk about the Texans. I know they had a bad loss against the Jets, but, you know, they're still in the playoff mix there. They still could win the division, considering the fact that Jacksonville hasn't necessarily pulled away with it. It's just been a lot of parity. It's been a lot of quarterback issues, whether it be injuries or inconsistencies there. You know, Pittsburgh has had some injuries, too, with, with uh, Pickett Dick, and also now you got Mitch Trubisky starting, and he hasn't looked very effective there. The Colts with, you know, Gardner Minshew, uh, who I still consider an ECU legend, but you know, he's definitely uh, definitely playing well and, you know, keeping them in contention. But it's definitely been – it hasn't been as short as a storyline. That's for uh, darn sure. Talking to Antoine Staley. Antoine, uh, let's talk about some coaches. I want to ask you about uh, the commander's coach, but how about the – the belichick reports is that rumor uh the patriots parting ways what's the the latest on that apparently so i mean apparently that's the rumor out there uh the boston sports journal is reporting that yeah bill belichick is uh, and the patriots have decided to part ways after the season and you know it's probably about time sometimes you can just stay in a place too long and I definitely think it's probably give that chance for Belichick to go somewhere else and, you know, have an opportunity to win a little bit quicker than he would be able with the Patriots. And, you know, even if he does, were to stay with New England, I mean, you would have a rookie quarterback and you'll essentially be starting over. There's no telling, like, how long that might take in order for him to start winning. Whereas, like, he might have an opportunity to go to a place like Washington or Carolina or, you know, maybe the Chargers, too, as well, with, you know, having a guy like Justin Herbert where he can, you know, not only break Dan, uh, Don Shula's uh, all, all-time all wins record, but also compete and have a chance to win another Super Bowl and show that he can, you know, get the job done without Tom Brady, which has been uh, just a, a lot of people have thought that Tom Brady was the Patriot way. But, you know, I definitely think it, it was – they kind of went hand-in-hand. Hand. It's just it's just hard to win without a top quarterback, especially how the league is constructed right now. No doubt. Antoine Staley joining us. Uh, speaking as a Commanders fan, I don't like the idea of Bill Belichick in Washington. It just, to me, it feels like early 2000s when we brought in Bruce Smith, Deion Sanders, uh, all these old guys, Mark Carrier, Jeff George, all these guys passed their prime. And it feels like doing that all over again, this time at the coach position. So. Yeah, it's like the Marty Schottenheimer situation. Yeah. Uh, so, like, when they went, I think they went 0 and 5, and then they finished 8 and 8 that year. And then, yeah. You know, Started 0 and 5, got to 5 and 5. It was a, a wacky season. Yeah. And then they compounded it by firing Marty Schottenheimer and bringing in Steve Spurrier. <laughs> 
even more of the disaster. But, you know, neither here or there. But, yeah, I agree. I think they need somebody that's a young, energetic offensive coach, especially when you have somebody like Sam Howell, yeah. I think has been tremendous for him. And then you build around him, you build around Terry McCoy, and, you know, try to figure out the defense there and, you know, just, you know, start from there. Like, you got two, you got two building blocks. That's a lot better than I think a lot of other teams around the league looking for coaches have. Antoine, uh, how many teams right now can legitimately can you say will can win the Super Bowl? I mean, in the AFC, you you go Ravens, obviously. I think you still go Chiefs, even though you know they don't have the weapons and things uh, kind of falling apart there. At least for Mahomes at the end of the game the other day. Um, and then you got maybe the Dolphins, the Jags, or the Bills in that category. And then you go to the NFC, of course, San Fran, uh, Dallas and Philly with 10 wins. The Lions seem like more pretenders now after what happened on Sunday. So I don't know. How many uh, legitimate teams do you give a chance to win it as of right now? I think I think seven. I would go, like I say, 49ers, Cowboys, Eagles. Uh, Lions, yeah, Lions seem like a bit of a fraud to me. Although, like Jerry Goff hasn't necessarily been playing very well as of late. Although, you know, he's had a you know really good season, and their defense has been really suspect. Sort of what you saw last year, and that was kind of the reason why they didn't make the playoffs. So I think you know you got three legitimate teams. I think in the NFC, and then you think you got four in the AFC, and I would throw Buffalo in there too. I think Buffalo's the team that nobody wants to play. Like you see them like at the seventh seed. You do not want to play them, yeah. whether it's home or away. So they're dangerous. They obviously have a great quarterback in Josh Allen. They have an experienced coach in Sean McDermott. Uh, I know they suffered a lot of injuries defensively, but you know they could beat anybody, as they showed last week against the Chiefs, and go anywhere and be World Warriors. They could be that seventh seed that end up, you know, going all the way and potentially winning the Super Bowl. So I would definitely in the AFC, I would say Ravens. Uh, definitely the Chiefs, I would throw in there. If Trevor Lawrence is healthy, I, I would throw Jacksonville in there, and then yeah, I would pick Buffalo. Antoine Staley joining us. We got Chargers Raiders tonight on Pirate Radio. We got a triple header coming up on Saturday: Vikings Bengals, Steelers Colts, Broncos Lions, and then we'll have our normal triple triple header coming up on Sunday as well. Uh, Antoine Jets and Dolphins coming up. Uh, one o'clock on Sunday. Jets trying to stay in the mix. Dolphins uh, trying to bounce back. They are eight point favorites against the Jets. Uh, Antoine, tell us how we can uh, read your work and follow what you do. You can find me at the New York Daily News. You can also find me on Twitter at at Antoine Daily or all social media platforms too as well. And yeah, I'll definitely have to. Uh, it was good definitely talking to you, Clip. And like when I come down to uh, ECU, probably in like April, I'm definitely got to link up with you this time. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. That'll be uh, what April. I'll be uh, playing some baseball. And uh, yeah, I'm supposed to go down and talk to some of the journalism students. So cool. Uh, we try to set that up now. So yeah, I'll definitely get it with you, and we'll figure it out. Sounds good. Thanks for joining us, man. I'll, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you later on this season as well. All right, sounds good. There he is, Antoine Staley, New York Daily News, joining us talking some NFL. What a shame that Chandler and I have nothing to speak positively about when it comes to the NFL. Chandler, do you know what you've uh, crop dusted on YouTube now for me? What's that? You know what immediately popped up? I'm watching the full game, the CIT Championship. I was hoping that would pop up. ECU Weber State. Right now, the Pirates trail 28-27 in the first half on the Buccaneer Music Hall School Board, presented by DeBuck. DeBuck, I really hope we pull this one out. We shall see. Hey, if it comes down to it, 
if it if it comes down to the last possession, last second, you've got to put the ball in Akeem Richmond's hands. Somehow, someway. But At the buzzer. I would say the buzzer. he's not the best at creating his own shot. So you probably need like a penetrating dish yeah, situation. Yeah, you need to try to attack the basket and then just dish it out to him. All right, coach. We'll see if they go that route. Let's, I mean, that's what I would do. Right, 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 right. Now, if Jeff Lebo decides to do that, great. If he doesn't, well, good luck. I think Jeff Lebo is going to be here for a long, long time. I think so. I think this is his final stop. <laughs> I, and what he's building right now oh man just think about this next year you get robert sampson back yep ty armstrong's back oh yeah i mean aaron strong's back from injury we might need to hit the uh time of our life song that we did me and uh former intern briley did after <laughs> this game where we talked about this team uh yeah let's take a break we'll come back we'll be watching live pirate hoops tonight <laughs> ECU and Florida. I got a feeling. I don't know if it's just because we're doing a watch party and I'm trying to jack myself up for it or if I really think ECU can win tonight. I think we can win. I think we can. I'm not saying we're going to win, but I think we can at least compete. I think we can. I think we can be in this game. I mean, we saw it last Saturday. We saw a loss. We saw a competitive basketball game yeah, and a chance do. to win down the stretch. Yeah, we do. All right, we'll take a break, come back, have more for you, Pirate Radio Live, when we return after these words. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's U.S. Cellular locations and experience the highest standard of customer service. The purpose of the Atlantic Wireless Store experience is to inform, illuminate, and inspire. Find the location near you at AtlanticWireless.com. Atlantic Wireless, we go beyond the call. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Donnie Kirkpatrick will join us in hour number three. Talk about his career here at East Carolina. All the good and uh, some of what went wrong, in his opinion, in 2023. Got our watch party coming up tonight, 7 o'clock on Facebook and YouTube. East Carolina taking on Florida. Myself, Chon, and Coach Mack will be here live in the Pirate Radio studios. Uh, Chandler is really fired up. He's got the CIT championship. He was watching it during the break as if it was happening right now. Pirates up by five late in the first half on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. After this game, um, I wrote a little ditty, and it was performed by myself and former intern Briley. 
briley hussey her maiden name she married the uh, country music guy what's his name marcus king marcus king and uh we did a duet and how about a little throwback thursday let's hit it shirley yo clip brock nobody puts a king <laughs> richmond in a corner now i forgot b pace introed it had the time of my life no we've never won like this before and i swear that you know we owe it all to Lebo. Oh, I had the time of my life, and I owe it all to Lebo. Yeah. Well, I've been waiting for so long for a team to come along and win some games. We saw the writing on the wall when Terry Holland made the call to Jeffrey. Now with Paul and Kemp and Ty, we have finally realized our dream. So we won 23 and we won the CIT on a Richmond 3. Just remember. Ricky Stokes won six games six years ago. Ricky Stokes reference. But that's all forgotten. Thanks to Lebo, because I've had the time of my life. No, we've never won like this before. And I swear. You know, we owe it all to Lebo. Yeah. Jeff Lebo. L-E-B-O. Mm-hmm. So you ask now what is next? Yeah, we did a Will whole we damn rise? Song. Will we rest in 2014? Well, I say we take the ball, play the games and win them all. Do you know what I mean? Yes, that sounds good to me, but who will play the three without Maurice? I said, just remember, this coaching staff is bringing in a great recruiting class. And don't forget Strong's back. Ready to kick ass because the time of my life with Minji's rocking all year long and I swear that you know we owe it all to leave oh I've had the time of my life next year we'll make the final four hell yeah after a CIT championship. What if we actually win to the tournament? Yeah. I'd make a whole album. All right. Which I actually have done. Jeff Lebo. Here's the breakdown, Sean. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. PRC. I want to talk to Samson. Back next year. Ready for some action. You can't stop us. You ain't 
Wait till you see Whoa. freshman Brandon Stiff. Facility to Brandon practice and recruits will come. Y'all bring it on. Want some, get some. Lebo show. And now you know just how I roll. Say yo, oh, oh. Man. Yeah. I don't Take us home. Had the time of my life. Oh, this is bad right here. Yeah, we never won like this before. And I Brawley was shooting her shot at Mo Kemp. Gave her uh, <laughs> cell phone number to Maurice Kemp. <laughs> Call me Maurice. 252. All right. There it is. What a ditty, man. A classic. What a number. From the archives. Chris Floyd's never heard that before. Man. He was excited. Alex said, I honestly think that year was when I started listening to your show daily because I wanted to listen to anyone talk about pirate basketball. I have talked more pirate basketball than anyone in the history of mankind. I know pirate basketball more than anybody. What is that a reference to? Donald Trump? Yeah. <laughs> no one knows ECU basketball <laughs> like I do, right? <laughs> uh, all right. Quite frankly. Chris also said, why is the image of Clip holding up Shirley at the end is burning to my skull now? I guess that's a dirty dancing reference. Yes. Like I saw that when I was a kid. Yeah, you know the the, Sways. the the uh, the ending sequence. Yeah, you never saw it. I probably did when I was younger. Yeah, you you would know it. It's the most iconic dance scene in in movie history. But and no, Chris, that I don't know why you got that visual, but yeah, Jansen. Jansen said, "I miss <laughs> I miss who I was four minutes ago when I hadn't heard that song." <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was pretty good That's kind i of thought harsh. it was great until clip attempted that high note and then i was like oh no you mean whoa 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 <laughs> yeah that one that one you've improved over the years you have i will i will give you <laughs> give you that much eric said ecu basketball you're gonna be so sick of winning <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's our problem we're going to the final four next year <laughs> what makes you think that we want the cid championship yeah i might have got a little ahead of the skis there on the prognostications uh but that was fun that was fun and we're gonna have fun tonight and we're going to pull the Pirates through. I hope Mac makes it through the whole game. I what like he's an early early bird. Wow, you calling him old? I didn't say that. Uh, yeah, you called him old. What did you I, say? Why do you think he's an early bird? He, call, he does live basketball games from 7 to 9 most nights. And then probably goes straight to sleep. And then someone has in to the like, arena? Yeah, in the arena. And somebody has to like carry him out. They have like a gurney like ready for him after games because he just falls asleep. They put him on there and wheel him out. Marty gurney? <laughs> Let's take a break. Can we do the uh, Levo time? It's Joe Levo time. We didn't do the whole um, time life collection thing I did. It's got like 10, 12 different songs. Uh, we'll take a break. Chon's going to take us to break. We'll come back. Jamie wants to know, does Chon practice his impressions at home? Uh, maybe sometimes. Okay. Sometimes they just come to me. 
Joey said he straight up called him old. Joey may make a cameo appearance tonight. I hope so. We got him a jersey. That's right. Put a jersey on. Put a jersey on. Eric said, Chonel Trump. Is that your next uh, impression? Chonel Trump. ECU basketball. You're going to get so sick of winning. All right. We'll take a break. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. We got to open up the treasure chest in hour number three. We'll do that after we talk to former ECU offensive coordinator, Donnie Kirkpatrick. We'll have our fleet feet rundown and reset. We got some ECU news and notes to pass along if you missed it at the top of the show. When we return, Pirate Radio Live, back with you after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Kenny says we should play a clip of the guy calling in as Donnie Kirkpatrick to Donnie Kirkpatrick. I'll save that for when he's in studio. Uh, he he said he could join us in studio probably after the new year or we could get him on the phone today so we're going to do a phoner today and we'll see if we can get him in studio at a later date uh john moody said if the offer still stands he's free for a 40 bowls in 14 days pick john if you're listening right now you can call in 317-1250 chandler will get you on i'll get him on until then we'll have our fleet feet rundown yeah brought to you by Fleet Feet, locally owned and operated by ECU alum Chris Lundion. Fleet Feet of Greenville provides solutions through one-on-one service to runners, walkers, and everyone in between. Fleet Feet has the tools and technology to get you in the right shoe, including a 3D foot scanner that measures your arch height width and more. Go see them, 207 East Arlington Boulevard in the old Gordon's Golf location. Fleet Feet, they run for you. Uh, just recapping, East Carolina has a couple of new members on the football staff as they are filling in some vacancies and the pirates uh have added added a couple coaches and also we've got some announcements uh from players yesterday it was big tay deontay johnson returning elijah morris also announcing he'll be returning to the pirates today uh from a coaching standpoint rodney freeman will join East Carolina staff to coach the running backs. Hunter McKay will coach the tight ends for the Pirates, which right now, if you're scoring at home, tight end, the only position 
East Carolina has not had a member of in the transfer portal. We've had quarterback, running back, receiver, O-line, D-line, linebacker, DB, special teams, but no tight end at the moment. John, uh, we got anything going on over there? Uh, I added something to the Fleet Feet rundown. He told me to stop the Fleet Feet rundown, but we'll keep it going. I'll just add 40 bowls in 14 days because we do have J-Mood, John Moody on the line. The Mood Man. John, what's up, man? Let's go. How's uh, your work day at ECU been today? Uh, Pretty good. We set up the stage for graduation tomorrow. That's at 10 o'clock. And just been mowing in some leaves on campus. Good deal. Good deal. John, uh, we've added a lot of new intros to the 40 Bowls in 14 Days catalog. Uh, Which one would you like to hear? I've heard a lot of them. I'm, I'm still going with the country version. Uh, <laughs> got to. Still the, one of the best ones. All right, Chan Man. Well, you got it. John Moody wants it. John Moody gets it. 40 bowls in 14 days. 14 days. 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days. Oh, my goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days. 14 days. 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days. 14 days. 40 balls in 14 days. 40 balls in 14 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Mama said, is that right? Papa said 14 days. No, he didn't. Mama said 40 bowls. She said it again. And Papa said 14 days. 40 bowls in a 14 days. 40 bowls in a 14 days. I said 40 bowls in a 14 days. Oh, yeah. Man. What do you think about that, John Moody? Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's up there for all-time country classics. John, let's head to San Diego. Mm. The Holiday Bowl. Interesting matchup. You've got a team that had much higher aspirations this year facing a team that was Coach Mack's team to watch, not in the top 25, that he thought would end up in the top 25. I'm talking about Southern Cal taking on Louisville. And John, you got to factor in uh, a lot of stuff here. Who's playing? What quarterbacks playing? Who wants it more? Uh, we do have an East Carolina flavor here, of course, uh, with Lincoln Riley. Uh, but what are you going to do, Louisville versus USC? So it looks like Louisville's seven and a half point favorite going into the contest. I think I'm going to ride the cards on this one. All right, Ryan with Steve Ellis and the Cardinals. Coach Ellis, shock. How, how do you feel about your? We're in the Holiday Bowl. Your secondary going into this. Oh, game. the shocks. No, and they're, and they're in the fish tank, and you never see a shock and a catfish in the same fish tank. You always go forward. You never go backwards. Coach, who's uh, would you say is one of the best defenders for the Broncos this year? Well, you got to think about Jaquan McMillan. Yes, yes, you sure do. There it is. <laughs> There's the money shot. <laughs> He's sitting there going like Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Point at the TV. <laughs> All right, John. Anything else, man? You had one in the treasure chest this year, have you? No, and I'll 
I'm gonna be talking to y'all guys in probably about 35 minutes. Oh, <laughs> calling his <laughs> shot, Mister Big Shot. All right, John. Enjoy it, buddy. I am. I'm heading to Wings over Granville right now to get my nine piece. Mm. Went. I went Golden Barbecue tonight for the big game, so that should be pretty tasty. All right. Ooh. Well, hang out with us on uh, Facebook or YouTube tonight during the watch party. We'll do, and I'll talk to y'all probably about you know thirty-five minutes. All right. All right. Sounds good. Keep our number. You're going to need it. And John says he's going to win it. Coming up later today when we open up the treasure chest. Uh, real quick, we'll do a national day update. And then we got to take a break and call Donnie Kirkpatrick. Let's see what's going on on this December 14th. It is M- Martyred Intellectuals Day. Hmm. Every year, the country of Bangladesh observes Martyred Intellectuals Day, a day of remembrance for the large number of intellectuals who were killed by Pakistani forces in 1971. I got to say, I'm ignorant to that. It is National Alabama Day. Alabama. The 22nd state to join the Union. Alabama has played pivotal roles in U.S. history, scientific advancements, and its magnificent landscapes attract visitors from far and wide. Is that true? Is that really true? I'm pretty sure they just have football, and that's about it in Alabama. Uh, oh, boy, Chandler. It is National Bula. Uh, <laughs> try to say that. Bulabasi Day. Bulabasi. Bulabasi. It gives seafood lovers everywhere a reason to celebrate the flavorful fish stew. Hey, you got to try some of this bulabasi. Hits the spot on a cold winter's day. Bulabase? Bulabase. Is it bulabase? Bulabase. 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 I don't know. A gabagool. It is also monkey day. All right. Uh, monkey day celebrates the unique characteristics of simians. The day also focuses on Trevor. other non-human primates such as apes tarsers and lemurs lemurs <laughs> bulabase Lemur. uh, who makes up this crap who makes up these days uh, i believe it's victor bulabase <laughs> <laughs> who decided to have all these dumb days bulabase yeah bulabase. I, I knew when i was saying that it was wrong thank you. thank you jamie I've never had a bula base or a bula basi or anything close to it. And I know Chan hasn't either because he is not a seafood guy. I do not like seafood. You don't, don't do get the, it near me. You don't do the seafood. I don't do it in the seafood. My parents back in uh, Roseboro, they have an Italian restaurant and they have the best bula basi in town. <laughs> they have the best bula basi. You have to try. And the fettuccine Alfredo is so good. <laughs> Let's take a break. You try the pizza pie. When we return. You seen Tommy DeVito play football? Will. Donnie Kirkpatrick will join us. Miguel Paul for three. No good. Dang it. Pirates lead Weber State by five. Ten minutes left to go. Second half. Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. We'll have a live ECU basketball game to watch tonight. Seven o'clock on Facebook and YouTube. Join us for ECU and Florida. Hour three, Pirate Radio Live. Treasure Chest, DK, and more. Back with you after this.
are listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business organization or event? Keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at UniversitySportswearENC.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville, along with 18 TVs so you don't miss a game. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, back with you on a Thursday coming up in just a little bit. We'll open up the Pirate Radio treasure chest once again and make you a big winner on this Thursday. Got that on the way. Got a fun watch party as well tonight. 7 o'clock will be on Facebook and YouTube watching ECU and Florida do battle on the hardwood. Myself, Chandler Honeycutt, and Coach Mac, Mac McCarthy, will be here having a good time, enjoying some wings over Greenville, and hopefully watching the Pirates uh, pull off an upset tonight against the Florida Gators. Right now, we will head out to the Pirate Radio Live line. Joining us, former East Carolina offensive coordinator, uh, spent many, many years here in Greenville won a lot of games had a, a lot of good times and uh yeah like everything a few not so good times but donnie kirkpatrick joins us on the program and coach uh, always great to talk with you how you doing man i'm doing good man how are you guys we're we're uh we're doing great i guess first question what are you up to uh these days what you doing right now well i've been working on my golf game pretty good here been drinking a lot of scotch so it's, those things are working out pretty well that's not a bad life uh you got going right there uh oh it's pretty good i can't yeah. explain so donnie we talked to you uh i guess a day or two after the announcement was made that you wouldn't be returning and at that on that day you kind of talked about the next chapter in your life you had also said you received a few phone calls and I don't know, kind of never say never, but as far as the future and, and you sit here today, Donnie, do you, do you plan to get back into coaching or are you going to keep enjoying the golf and the scotch next year? Well, it just depends on how I shoot tomorrow, I guess. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, you know, it, uh, I had a couple of calls. Two of them I, I passed on. The third one is still kind of in the process a little bit. And I don't know, it's intriguing, but not uh, to the point yet where anything's happened with that, you know, this time of year. And we're all kind of back into to a recruiting phase, I guess, right now, trying to finish this thing out. But I'm trying to figure that out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, each week's been a little bit different, and I guess I'm kind of on about week three. And I don't know. I'm kind of finding my groove a little bit here. So uh, I, I don't know. the, But uh, somewhere in there, I guess – the next couple of months i'll i'll know maybe a little bit more but i'm good either way <laughs> that's good to hear and i mean man we talked to to athletes when they get out of the game and coaches as well and donnie do you know it off the top of your head how many straight years you've coached football uh during the fall and really year round now i i think it's 41 man you know what i hate to say that because that really tells you who you really are <laughs> but i think it's 41 years but you know i don't ever remember a fall without football because obviously, uh, you know, my father was uh, was a football coach, and uh, so 
from my earliest memories, I was always at a football game or a football practice and, you know, and never went and then played and then went into coaching. And so there was no, there, there's been no off years in there. So, you know, that's this time of year, you, when you get through the season, especially with the season like we had, you're obviously very exhausted and you're a little tired. And, you know, you're, you're always kind of in that mode about there's got to be something else in the world besides what we're doing right now. But, you know, I don't know, the fall is when, when I, it would be very different, I would think, you know, not to have football or not have something to, to, to go do, you know, or something on the line. You know, I think, you know, as, as, as much as you'd like to give your stomach a rest from all the nerves and some things, I also think probably you might miss that a little bit. So that'll be the biggest challenge uh, with however it plays out. But for right now, you know, Christmas, it's kind of nice to see some of the lights and some of the decorations and notice that the, what, what's happening out here in the real world. Donnie Kirkpatrick uh, joining us. And, uh, Coach, give us an update. What's uh, former Pirate Davis Kirkpatrick up to these days? Well, Davis Kirkpatrick, as I always say, is living the dream. He is uh, living in Wilmington, uh, and he is the pitching coach at uh, Brunswick Community College, which is a great program that uh, head coach and athletic director Robbie Allen, which uh, probably a lot of people remember Robbie's son, who was a really good shortstop there at East Carolina. Uh, too. So he's, uh, they're already, you know, kind of broke for the holiday with, with their players, but they're, they're working still some recruiting because baseball is a lot like football. I guess you just recruit year round, but they're getting ready for a good, good season, uh, there with Brunswick Community College. That's awesome, and I uh, hope the rest of your family's doing well. I know your wife is not enjoying this NFL season, much like me, but. You know, Emma, she's she's been a little disappointed. Yeah. I think last week was a little bit of an off week there, so she's a little bit better mood. <laughs> maybe, we, maybe they just need to schedule more off open dates or whatever. Please, I will take them. But I'll, I'll have to say that uh, she hasn't given up. She's not a fair weather uh, fan. I can promise you that. She's still pulling for them, and she knows they'll come back out of it. And you know, it, there, there's nothing better than when the Redskins. Are, I guess they're not the Redskins anymore. <laughs> When the Redskins are winning, it's it's pretty good on on the East Coast. I think. No doubt, Donnie Kirkpatrick joining us. Donnie, want to talk about uh, some of the great times and great players and great moments uh, that that you've been around here at East Carolina. Also, want to ask you uh, about last year as well. Uh, and I just you know, you've answered some of these during the year, uh, I think. But uh, you know how. <laughs> How did you think it was going to go offensively compared to how it went? Uh, you had to have much higher expectations for, you know, the quarterback position and, and probably everywhere on the offense. But I don't know. Did you know you were in a little bit of trouble, or did did it kind of catch you off guard once you got into it? Well, I think you're always, you know, a little more optimistic. Obviously, it was a really, really bad year. As I said, of the 41 years. I haven't had all of these great years. I've not been that fortunate, but never had a year like that before where we were just struggled that much, you know, especially offensively. So, you know, I think, you know, in spring ball, we, we were struggling a little bit, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays practices, you know, we was, was pretty rough. And, you know, I was, I was a little concerned. I mean, you, you lose basically 10 starters, you know, and, and now your job is to, to have replacements and, and get that, and you hope that, that you do. But, you know, it was a lot of change out there, and we struggled on Tuesday and Thursdays. And so I was starting to get a little concerned. But then, you know what? We had two scrimmages on the Saturdays, and the scrimmages went good. You know what I'm saying? And we had really good quarterback play, I thought, in both of those scrimmages. So you start to think, well, you know what? We're, we're going to jail. We're going to come around. We're going to get a few more kids in here, you know, through the portal in the in the late 
portal session there and we, and we'll we'll have a chance and um you know just uh you get optimistic about it but it just it's one of those years obviously i've thought about it a billion times to the point where i'm trying to tell myself to quit thinking about it <laughs> you know how did we get to that point you know how did it happen and uh you know i don't know i don't know if there's there's a good answer to it or not but uh unfortunately it happened uh you know i'm trying to this hope that people won't always just remember the bad years. I know that's the one that's the last one. You're always as good as your last game. But you know, we had two pretty good years the year before. It was really, really good offensively, as, as I thought the year before that was pretty good, too. But, uh, you, and you know, you're not going to always be able to maintain that level, but you do hope that it would have been better than last year. But it was just one of those deals where nothing seemed to work, and there's a lot of different ways you can analyze it, and, you know, but. To do that, it just it just sounds like you're blaming and calling people. It's just you know we didn't get it done, and therefore that's where we're at today. Yeah, and uh, Donnie, we got a couple of pirates turned uh, governors uh, as Austin P has welcomed in Trip Weaver as the defensive coordinator, but also former ECU quarterback Mason Garcia transferring there. And I have met Mason a couple times, and I say the same thing everybody says who has talked to Mason. Uh, just a, a very nice young man, a uh, respectful young man, and I haven't heard anybody say a bad word about Mason Garcia, the person. I hope it works out for him at Austin P. Uh, just uh, why couldn't it click here, Donnie? Probably, again, a million you know different reasons you can give for that, but why uh, didn't we get to see the Mason that that we hope to to see here at ECU. Well, you know, again, that's that's a long story in there, and you know, I think that obviously there was high expectations for Mason, and you know, I obviously had those as, as did he, and uh, you know what, it wasn't, it just wasn't, a, it just wasn't a deal where it clicked. Uh, we had a lot of young people around him, new new people around him, put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. He had big shoes to fill. And then, and it just, it just didn't happen. But Mason is as good a human being as I've ever been around. And he just needs a fresh start. And, you know, what I think that it's still there because physically he is just absolutely as good as anybody in the country. And he's a really smart young man that can, can do it all mentally as well, too. Uh, just sometimes you just get into that rut and, you know, uh, the, 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 you just can't get out of that rut. And, uh, you know, we just couldn't get anybody to help anybody else. We just all played and coached bad together right there. But we're excited about him just getting some opportunities and uh, just wanting to get to the right place and then just get his opportunity and just get a fresh start. And so I'm in touch with Mason daily as well. We're also very excited about Coach Weaver, Trip Weaver, who's been a good friend of mine for a long time. Trip was a student coach for us back in the early days when, when we were at East Carolina. And then we were together, James Madison, and then uh, he had left and he came back. And he's been he's been working to get this uh, defensive coordinator's title, and he wants to run it. And he wants to, you know, have command of the defense, and he's and he's ready for it, and he deserves it, and he's worked very hard. And so I was really just excited about him getting that opportunity to go get a chance to show what he can do. No doubt. Uh, congratulations to Trip Weaver, and like you said, we're wishing Mason the best of luck as well uh one more on last year don then we'll move on to some uh some brighter days and and brighten this thing up a little bit uh but jamie on youtube is asking about you know changes to the offense during the season and i mean we talked a lot about that you know if it's not working is there anything you can do different and i don't know were you kind of 
handcuffed there just with what you had offensively that <laughs> there weren't too many options to go to or you know how much did you and, and coach houston or you yourself talk about maybe switching things up what you do offensively throughout the year when it wasn't working well, you, you spend a lot of time in that room. You, you really do. Literally, it's about 94 to 95 hours a week you spend at the office. And I know people can't hardly believe that, but it's true. Uh, you do. And that, that's not talking about the travel time. I'm talking about that, that part there. So you, you talk about things. You study things. There's a lot of suggestions. Then there has to be somebody make a decision, you know, in the end. And, you know, you, you don't ever want to just have a program where it's all based on one season. It's a one and done you know, I think that was something that, that we, we had had success, you know, as a staff together at James Madison. We we thought we were, you know, came in two two real tough rebuilding years. But then it was, we were breaking, you know, the, the seven win, then the eight win. And and we felt like, you know, we were we were building a program, not just a one season. You don't really want to just change everything because then you're always starting over now. The portal and all this kind of stuff is making the game a little bit more where everything is one year at a time and every team's going to be different. And there's going to be a lot more inconsistency, I think, across the country, I think, because of the new rules. And I think we're already starting to see that a little bit. But, yeah, we did. You know, and if you look at the Charlotte game, which is as low a point as life could be, we changed. We we did. You know, Coach had an idea to maybe go back to maybe using Mason as a Tebow-type player. And boy, it looked good during the week. It did not look very good in the game. You know what I'm saying? So then you kind of say, well, maybe we just got to realize, hey, we've been good for a long time. Let's stay with what we, you know, what we know and what the kids know. And eventually we're going to come out of this. And, and the thing that's, you know, that's probably lost in all this really, really bad season is that we were in a lot of games with a chance to win it. Now, they would have been what today's world would say ugly wins. But you know what? It's okay to win ugly a little bit. You know, Florida State's going through that a little bit with that argument. We, we won a lot of games the year before high scoring. I mean, we scored over 40 points six times the year before. We won eight games. We had eight great offensive games. It's okay to win on defense a little bit. You know, Coach is a defensive guy. He was okay with that. So the part that was the most disappointing is, even though we may have not had great offensive days, we could have, with a couple of plays in each game, won a lot more games. And so you keep saying, well, we're close. If we just keep working and we just keep, you know, keep pounding a little bit, we're going to turn this. And I think most of us, all really believe we obviously should have won the last game. We really should have won probably the last three in a row, which could have really gave some momentum going into the off season. So, I, you know, I just think you have to be careful about changing. If you look at college football, everybody's running the same offense anyhow right now, with the exception of the of Army, Navy, and Air Force. And they're not doing very good on offense because the rules have taken – the cut blocks out so you can't really run the option anymore. So everybody's running the same offense. Everybody's running the same plays. If you watch football, trust me, that's what they used to say about the NFL. That's what's happening in college football. It's just now you got to do it better. you got to do it better than the other team. That's what we didn't do. We just didn't get it done you know, on the field, it, it really wasn't the scheme. It's not. It's the same scheme that's leading the nation for somebody out there. It's just we, like I say, we averaged almost 34 points a game with that scheme. We just didn't do as well. We didn't coach it as well. We didn't play as well. And tough year, bad year. And you're right, too many good years to, to dwell on that, though, for me from, from now on. So 
That's, yeah. that's about what I got to say about that. Yeah, and I appreciate you talking. I, it's, it's not fun, not fun for anybody, but I appreciate you uh, joining us and answering questions about it, Donnie. And uh, we will move on to some brighter topics. And uh, Robert says, Coach, you let me and my wife eat wings with you in Boone. Uh, skip years. Thanks for the memories, Coach. So uh, I'd like to eat some wings with Donnie. That sounds fun. Why not? Y'all are talking about eating wings tomorrow with Coach McCarthy? Yeah, we're doing it tonight. We're doing it in two hours, Coach. Oh, two hours. That's right. That's tonight. So, yeah, well, that's that's something you do what you're good at, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, I can do that now. I can take them down. Uh, Donnie, I bet I, I'm sure I've asked you this before, and you probably answered it very politically correct, but it, it's a great question because there's so many – great answers i have one in mind but let me ask you who is the best wide receiver you coach during your time at ecu yeah that's that's an impossible <laughs> question to to answer because i i really did just hit the you know the dream with that i, I do remember though when i got there that skip had brought me into to his office and he said i got some good news i got some bad news and I said, all right, well, what's the good news? And he said, well, the good news is I'm going to hire you to be the wide receiver coach here. And I was very excited about that because I wanted that job. And I said, but what's the bad news? He says, wait, do you see our wide receiver? <laughs> you know, so uh, they, they were not doing very well at that time before, too. But then we, we had a lot of good players, even starting with, you know, the, what, what, what we had there. And, you know, and uh, Kevin Roach and Bobby Good and Stephen Rogers, you know, and those guys ended up having having really good little careers in there too but it probably all started with andre allison that was the thing that really probably turned the program around uh for us with skip as much as anything is that we uh i had been recruiting andre at western carolina which is where i was before and somewhere in there we got a chance to come to east carolina and we got him to come to east carolina and you know he what he caught like 88 balls for thousands of yards and like Remember that first game had a 50-yarder against Duke to get it started. That, that was first catch. Yeah. First catch of his college career because he was a junior college guy. He caught a 50-yard touchdown pass. And so he had a special year, and, you know, he did so many things. He, he did get injured uh, then, you know, and he played injured a little bit more in, in that second year but still had a great year. But he made us competitive. You know, we've often joked that we were playing Duke in that first game, and we might have been the two worst football teams in America. <laughs> And the difference was we got Andre, so we got better than them. And I think he had like 150-some yards and two touchdowns, and we beat Duke. And, you know, our kids all of a sudden started believing in everything Coach Holt said and what everything we told them. And, you know, we, we still had a mediocre year, but it was a good year from what they'd had before and then went on to win a couple of division titles, eventually won back-to-back conference championships. But Andre's the one that really got it started for us. Now, Dwayne Harris probably took it to the next level. Yeah, You know, Dwayne Harris is the greatest blocking wide receiver in the history of the game. He's the only guy I know that they changed the rule because of, of he was so good. He was blocking guys into the stadium wall and injured them. He flipped a guy over the bushes at Chapel Hill and over the bench. And they, they, the next year they changed the rule. You could not block a guy once he got out of bounds. You had to let him go. And when they showed the film to show the, the new rule change, he was five of the six clips they showed. Wow. It was all about what he could do. And he was such a great return guy. And, you know, just amazing how he could play. Um, you know, a lot of people don't realize that Chris Johnson actually played wide receiver for me the year after he did the near two because he had broke his neck literally, in the UAB game the last season, the first year, 
and was not released through spring practice or the summer. And so Coach Holt said, well, we need to move him to wide out because he's not going to be able to take the pounding as a running back. Now, Chris was not very happy about that, to say the least. It started off kind of rough coaching him, and uh, but he, he, he turned out to do okay. Uh, about halfway through the year, all the running backs got hurt. We had to move him back to running back. And he had an okay year there. But uh, the next year, Coach Holtz had told him in the offseason, if you don't win the starting running back job, I'm moving you back to receiver. And he said, don't worry, Coach, I'll be the starting running back. And then his senior year was just lights out. It was incredible how good he was. And obviously he got drafted, you know, uh, you know, because high because of that year. So, And then, you know, Justin Hardy's just a great story. Because Justin Hardy walked on, we just everybody just missed on him. He came to camp and nobody even noticed him. He was like 157 pounds, and he didn't do anything spectacular. But then his high school coach just kept saying, kept saying, "Y'all need to take this guy. You need to take this guy." And then when we had the coaching change, uh, we had, ended up starting to recruit him a little bit. But then we filled up. And we still didn't take him. We missed on him again. And so he signed with Elizabeth City or somebody, and they forgot to send the paperwork in. And so after 14 days, he was a free agent, and the coach called back and said, would you just let him walk on? And we were like, absolutely, we will. We came up, and Lincoln and Dennis Simmons and all them came out and met him. Here's this little skinny dude, and they looked at me like, uh, you know what I'm saying, not nearly as good as the players in Texas, but, but he can walk on. And then after the first scrimmage in the uh, the fall, when we do the little toilet bowl, as we used to call it, with all the guys that were red shirt, Lincoln looked over at me and said, "Ooh, this dude's real deal here now." Okay, and so he did red shirt the first year because we had Dwayne Harris. But after that, you know what a great career. And then the whole time that Zay was there, I kept telling Hardy because Zay kept telling me, "I'm going to break all his records." <laughs> so Hardy, you better set these records high. Because this guy's determined, he's going to break them all, and I guess he kind of did. So, you know, his, his Hardy's hands were just the greatest hands I've ever seen, and and just what a great young man he was, and durability too. Missed one game, I think, in the entire time that he played. Zay was the hardest working. Every drill was wide open. The 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 older guys hated him when he was a freshman because he took every drill like it was the Super Bowl. And he told them, I only got one speed. And then, you know, eventually, though, they started liking him when he started catching those touchdowns and started making all those plays. They didn't like him at the beginning. So, you know, those are the exceptional. Yeah. But like I say, the Bobby Good, Bobby Good MVP of the Birmingham Bowl after Andre got hurt and, you know, had a good career. And, and, and Kevin Roach was such a good player for us. And Steven Rogers, who was like eighth team or something, and and, and Eventually, everybody was dropping the ball that first year, and Skip said, find somebody that'll catch it. And I put Steven in there, and he started making catches for us, and, and he ended up having a really good you know, career. Those weren't NFL guys, but they right. were still such valuable guys to the program. And as we built that in the championship, you know, team. So, you know, I'm, I'm missing some guys. And oh, yeah. Negative to talking about this because you leave somebody out. But those are guys that just pop in my mind that, well, blessed. To, to have just been around those kind of guys no doubt uh i again it's it's like picking your favorite kid i'm sure uh Dwayne will will be my all-time favorite just for uh the way he left his body on the field but you can't go wrong uh with any of those guys and i'll give a shout out to uh my guy philip henry who was one of those walk-ons that found his way on the field and of course bryce williams who joined us here on the show you've uh you've had a lot a lot of a lot of great guys 
Yeah, you know, Bryce was – well, I still say Bryce was a tight end. I know he still wants to claim he was a wide receiver, but uh, he was really a, a, a flex tight end. And, he was, and you're right, Philip Henry had a, had a really good – Philip Henry was a competitive guy, and that's one thing about him. He wouldn't go away. Philip Henry would have been an unbelievable player there, probably in the record books a lot more. The, the thing was, Dwayne Harris came along, and he had to play behind Dwayne Harris – and that's why he probably didn't get all the catches that he would have gotten if we wouldn't have had Dwayne. Dwayne came to well, play quarterback and then obviously moved to wide receiver. So that probably, you know, took away a lot of a lot of Phil Henry's catches. So that, that happens sometimes. And Bryce, that's exactly what he says. He says he was behind Hardy a lot, and you talked about his durability. Bryce blames his lack of catches for uh, Justin Hardy being so dang durable and so good. Well, you know, it is because, you know, when Lincoln and them got to, they'd never played with like a true tight end before. So, so they, we had kind of a flex tight end, but I rolled those guys like every four snaps and kept them fresh because, you know, Bryce was so multiple. He could play as a tight end. He could play out flexed out. And he's right. Hardy just never wasn't ready to go. You know, <laughs> I would say he missed one game and Danny Webster up at Navy when Dominique Davis then broke the record for the most completions in oh, yeah. NCAA history in a row. Oh, and, and, and Hardy turned an ankle in a Thursday practice, and we had to move Danny Webster over to the Y because he played age. And he went in there and had a huge game. And I always kidded Hardy because Hardy saw that. Hardy said, oh, the Wally Pipp story, I'm coming back. I ain't never going to be hurt again because <laughs> another guy came in there and looked really good at, at, at my position. <laughs> Donnie Kirkpatrick joining us. Uh, Donnie, I hope we can get you in studio at some point, maybe at the turn of the calendar, and tell some more of these stories. People are really enjoying them. Uh, We'll ask you one more uh, from the YouTube. Ryan said, any guys stick out as being difficult to recruit to ECU? I I guess he's asking, uh, who was the the toughest guy to sell to get here, but you were glad when you got him here? Coach, anybody come to mind? You know, there's a lot of stories in recruiting where you, you just do everything to get a kid there. And then and you finally get him there, and then you always say, you wait, this fall's going to be tough on him. I'm going to get some payback <laughs> for him. <laughs> you know. So I don't know. There, there's a long list of those guys as well, probably. The one that actually comes to mind is Michael Bird. And probably a lot of people don't oh, remember yeah. Michael Bird. Michael Bird was really a pretty good player, but because we didn't use a lot of tight ends, you know, when, when Ruff came in with that system, he ended up transferring away. And Michael drove me crazy, though, and he could not make his demand up. It was back and forth, day to day, or whatever. And Coach Holtz finally, you know, was like, you better get him to make a decision or we're moving on. And so I finally tricked him into coming. And then Scotty Robinson would be the other one. Scotty Robinson, who had is one of the most wonderful guys ever. He's a policeman down in Florida yeah. now. And was, you know, he, a lot of people don't remember him as much because of C.J. Wilson and Leve- you know and uh, and all those guys, uh, uh, and Lavelle Joseph and, those, and all that crew. Yeah, that came in there. And he didn't get as many tackles because because C.J. and him kept tackling them in the backfield before they got to the line of scrimmage. Uh, but Scotty's mom was determined that he was going to go to the Citadel because she thought he needed the military life and the discipline. And she just thought that would be a good life for him. And he had no desire to do that. He wanted to come to East Carolina so badly. 
And so she she gave me the hardest time. It really wasn't Scott. It was his mom. <laughs> but now she's a great friend, and she thanks me all the time as to Scotty for sticking with him and getting him to East Carolina because he was a part of those back-to-back championship uh, wins. And like you said, now uh, in law enforcement. So I guess he got that discipline along along the way. That's a cool story. He, he, he did. But his yeah. mom, she was a single parent, and she was worried, and she thought he needed that military life. And that she could rest easy if he was there. She was worried about yeah. East Carolina and the, and the story she may have heard about the the East Carolina stuff down there. But it worked out good. He he did good, and he's doing great. Donnie, great to talk with you. Hopefully, we can do it again. And uh, by the way, speaking of recruiting, I asked you. I think when you came back with Coach Houston, I said, "Hey, man, when your days are done, uh, you got to join us on Pirate Radio. You're you're a great talker." And you gave me a verbal commitment. Unfortunately, I never got you to sign anything. And we know how verbal commitments go. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if we can lock you down for that. But we do want to get you back on the show uh, at some point. We can get you in studio. Well, you know, whenever make it back to Greenville, uh, I packed up there kind of the 1st of December and moved to the coast right now, which is kind of my holding spot. Nice. So uh, when everything kind of settles, I get back. I, I do have to come back eventually to Greenville. I've got some stuff there. And I got to get my wife anyhow. I got to get her. <laughs> so I'll come back. Maybe we can work that out. And like I said, let's get through the holidays and uh, maybe we can get together again because I, obviously I'll always have a special place in my heart for the for the Pirates. It was a great decision to come there. And I've always appreciated uh, Pirate Radio. Y'all have always been very, very good to me. And I've always enjoyed doing your shows and doing all that stuff. And just because I'm not actively coaching there anymore, it doesn't mean we have to just totally break up, I guess. All right, yeah, we'll have a long. We can do a long distance relationship, Coach. That'll be good. Uh, Donnie, thanks so much for joining us, man, and uh, enjoy the golf and and happy for you. So uh, enjoy. Thank you, man. All right, all right, appreciate it. DK Donnie Kirkpatrick joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Talked about some of last year's struggles, but also wanted to talk about some of the good times, and really want to get him in studio just so he can tell recruiting stories and game stories for an hour because uh he can spin a yarn and uh we only you know crack the surface there all right great interview there now let's make somebody even happier and open up the pirate radio treasure chest here on a thursday 317 1250 317 1250 caller 12 will win a prize out of the Pirate Radio treasure chest. Will it be John Moody who called his shot earlier in the program? John Moody called his shot earlier. Can he win it? We will find out. When we return, we'll have our winner on the line and find out what he or her won after this.
are listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. Talked to Cy Seymour earlier today down in Florida. ECU Gators going at it tonight, 7 o'clock. I will be right here in this chair. Chandler will be beside me. Coach Mac McCarthy will be at the head of the table as we watch the Pirates take on the Gators tonight. Join us on YouTube and Facebook for a good time. We'll be enjoying some wings over Greenville and hopefully a lot of Pirate three goggles tonight as they take on uh, Florida. Charlie Rhodes. Yes. Oh, thought you had something. You're just going to tell me who's on the line when I ask you here in a second. Yes. Who's on the line? Well, he called his shot, so it's uh, John Moody. Really? No, I'm just kidding. It's oh, <laughs> John boy. Sorry, John. No shot call today. So who got John Moody's spot at caller number 12? Uh, that would be Pam Odom. Pam Odom, who uh, has won many a prize here at Pirate Radio. And Pam, I believe you are a past treasure chest winner as well, right? Been many years. Many years. You're a veteran at the game uh pam tell us uh about yourself uh what do we need to know about you i live in winterville work at healthwise pharmacy all right that's about it and uh and you win a lot of prizes on pirate radio good stuff i do uh did you how'd you become uh, an east carolina fan um well, actually, I'm a state fan. Oh, oh, oh baby. Oh, no. Oh, no. You <laughs> should have never said that, Pam. Well, Pam, how does a state fan listen to Pirate Radio as much as you do? Well, you just have to keep up with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. There's a rumor uh, that Chandler's going to Wolfpack Radio. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe you'll be listening to Chandler on Wolfpack Radio soon. I don't know. Well, come on over, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Pam, the I, Wolfpack. I, I'm being recruited. Man, there's going to be people upset about this. But we give to all. And if, if Pam's a loyal listener, then, hey, that's that's all we care about. Then she's eligible. She is eligible. All right. Uh, let's see. What do we got, Shirley Rhodes? You want to run down these prizes real sure, quick? Sure, sure. All right. Uh, get us started. $100 gift card to Chico's. Bud Light umbrella, tailgate chair, Bud Light dartboard, two cases of Bud Light from Carolina Eagle Distributing. Budweiser mirror, Bushlight neon, Bojangles hard sweet tea neon, and two cases of Bud Light from Carolina Eagle Distributing. $100 gift card to Jersey Mike's. Twisted tea patio umbrella, cooler and prizes packaged from the Boston Beer Company. And a $50 gift card to Aiden Golf and Country Club and Farm Bureau Golf Swag Package from Brandon Manning. Uh, Pam, do you remember any of your past prizes from the booty bag that you've won? The treasure chest, I should say. Oh, I won a year's supply of vitamin water one time. Okay. Well, 
no wonder you're so happy and healthy uh well anything out of this current chest that we just said you're interested in uh chico's and jersey mike sound good okay uh that would be some good eating chandler's heading over to chico's right after the show i am and then heading back here uh for the watch party all right we'll open it up shirley you want to do the honors today uh i tell you what since i always make him go in there and do it i'll let chan do it chandler maybe uh joining wolfpack radio and becoming a wolfie if i do it's all because of pam odom (laughs) 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 all right here we go i think i've got one what do we got what do we got you've got a big one a lot of words all right here we go pam you have won a bud light umbrella and tailgate chair and bud light dartboard and two cases of bud light from carolina eagle distributing all right you can uh go set up your umbrella and tailgate chair outside of uh ugly carter finley stadium next year (laughs) and and pam if you let me have this prize i will go to wolfpack radio right now Y'all can uh, negotiate that off the air. Pam, uh, Ellerby will get up with you and let you know how you can claim your prize. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you uh, for supporting us, even though you support the folks in red. All righty. All right. Thank you. There is Pam Odom. How about that? All those years of her winning. Never I'm knew a state fan. she was a woofy. I, that was a long pause when I said, "When? How did you become a pirate?" She was fan? like, uh, uh, <laughs> "I appreciate her honesty. She could have just lied." That was called silent panic. Uh, we've got yeah, John Moody's booing. Uh, Jamie says WTF. Steve says DQ. <laughs> Perry says, "Oops, call dropped." Uh, so yeah, that is uh that's tough. That's tough, Jeff. See, it's not gonna be the same again, like when she calls because she wins just about every month, right, Shirley in the booty booty bag? Yeah. So it's it's just not gonna be the same anymore. Ah, the Wolfpack fan won again. Hey, they gotta win at something, right? Pam the Wolfpack fan. How about that? All right, Pirates, you got to step up and win tomorrow. What, are you going to let a Tar Heel come in and win tomorrow? A Mountaineer? A Seahawk? A blue? you going to let a Devil come in here and win? A Camel? A freaking Camel? A Phoenix? A Phoenix? <laughs> a freaking Phoenix? A Bulldog, an Aggie, an Eagle? A Demon Deacon? A Bronco? Who's that? Devil's Day. Nice, nice. A Shocker? Who's that? Wichita State. <laughs> okay, we were going in the state of North Carolina, but could be a shocker. Hey, we broadcast worldwide, baby. If if we have uh, a shocker, we have a call tomorrow from Don Brown of Wichita, Kansas. Hey, how long have you been a Pirate fan? Actually, I'm uh, a shocker. I'm a shocker. <laughs> that would be a shocker. All right, all right. Pam Odom, winner. Steve says, more like Scam Odom. Jamie says, what just happened? I need a shower. State fan got the best of us. Hey, look, that's on y'all. Y'all got to get. Y'all got to be caller 12. Y'all got to be better. That's on John Moody. John Moody called his shot and let a state fan win. <laughs> that's all on John. Way to go, John. Thanks, John. Appreciate it, buddy. You ruined the holidays. You ruined Christmas. 
The war on Christmas. John Moody ruined Christmas. In the words of Billy Madison, you blew it! Let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. It is a bittersweet symphony. It is. It was nice to give something away, but to a state fan? Ooh. Feels a little... Dirty. Feel a little salty, daddy. You look a little salty. You look a little salty, You look a little salty, daddy. <laughs> Let's take a break. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Fifth Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room is your favorite place in downtown Greenville for lunch, dinner, or drinks with friends. They serve lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday. Plus, they have brunch starting at 1030 on Saturdays and Sundays. Follow 5th Street on Instagram for the latest events and specials. 5th Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room right beside the State Theater in downtown Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. So uh, I think it was Kaz earlier in the YouTube chat said we need to go back to the no touchdown bet tonight. Chargers Raiders Thursday night football totals 35 and a half. You can't. The Raiders are not going to play back-to-back games without a touchdown. But you've probably got some candidates this week for the no touchdown bet. I'm going to place it until it hits. On every game? No, the games that I think it's there's going to be no touchdown. Texans, bet. Titans. Nah, Titans are going to score. Falcons, Panthers. Did the, the Panthers didn't score a touchdown last week, did they? No. No, we didn't. And we had the ball at the one-yard line one time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I could definitely see another no-touchdown game coming up here in these last few weeks when you get down to all these injuries, bad quarterbacks, and all that. Uh, Chargers Raiders tonight, Pirate Radio. If you are tuned into our Facebook and YouTube, you can watch Chon, myself, Coach Mack. Watch party time. Pirates and Florida Gators. East Carolina, a 15-point underdog at last check. Um, I was told by Jenny that we need to give a birthday shout-out. Yes. Chandler. Shout-out to Kathy Gomes. Happy birthday to Kathy. Great pirate. Great pirate. Her and her husband, Doug, are awesome pirates. Great pirate supporters. Today is her birthday. And I'm going over to Chico's to celebrate for a little bit before the watch party at 7. Yes. And I uh, hope they have a great evening and appreciate them for letting us uh, get almost courtside. And let's break it now. Breaking news. Breaking news. East, East Carolina and South Carolina women's. Number one team in the country. Number one team in the country is coming to town. December 30th at noon. Myself, Chandler Honeycutt, and Clip Brock will not be almost courtside. Nah. We will be courtside. 
Feet on wood. Feet on wood for Pirates and Gamecocks. Coming up December 30th. Oh, you're going to be at the game? Are we going to be at the game? We're, we're going to be, be in the game. We're practically <laughs> playing we're in the game. We're basically in the game. I will be at that game as well. You'll see the back of our heads. We're going to be, well... Peasant. <laughs> 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 Move uh, on, peasant. Well... Go fetch me some water. Go <laughs> fetch me a pirate's brew. Okay, first of all, be careful who you're talking to peasant-wise over on this side of the glass, buddy. No, I, I'm actually going to be at the game as well. I usually sit courtside when I go to the women's games, but in this particular case, um, a friend of mine is a huge Dawn Staley fan, so uh, we're actually going to be sitting behind the visitor's bench. We'll be talking to Dawn Staley. Yeah. Oh, forget you, man. What, are you going to be wearing uh, South Carolina gear? No, I won't be wearing South Carolina gear, but um, my, friend, my friend very much would like to get an autograph from Don Staley. So. Where did Don Staley play college basketball? I have the answer. Virginia. Both of y'all have the answer, or at least Shirley does. You might have been bluffing. And I will tell you why. I was going to say UConn. You bluffer. Okay, I'll tell you why, because I have a very small claim to fame when it comes to Don Staley. She whooped your ass in basketball. Back she in the sure day. did. She she jerk. Uh, she uh, juked me right out of my shoes. At least she didn't make you break your arm. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Wait, did Don Staley? It was actually no. Don Staley. He crossed both of no, y'all. No, no, no. Uh, this was. This was. Uh, I was in college at the time, and I had uh, some friends of mine. We we took a road trip, went up to um, uh, to uh, Virginia, and. We had gone to some local gym, and Dawn was there. She was playing a pickup game, and a couple of my friend's buddies were also up there. So they decided, hey, let's let's uh, let's get a game going. And so they picked their respective team members, and I had the unfortunate honor of having to guard Dawn Staley. And I didn't know who she was at the time. I, I was not familiar with her, um, other than the fact that she probably tore my meniscus. Who are you? She, that she, sounds she, like the uh, Shaq meme. I was yeah. unfamiliar with your game. I was unfamiliar with your game. I was unfamiliar with your game. But it, it wasn't until years later when I saw her play for the Charlotte Sting, and I went, wait a second, she looks awfully familiar. And then it dawned on me that, no pun intended, um, that it was actually Dawn Staley that I had played ball. I, it, she did this this one crossover move, and I basically fell down, and I got back up and walked off the court and said, I'm done, because uh, I got really embarrassed and walked off the court. So that's my uh, little claim to fame. Uh, Chris, I hear you now. Chris uh, will give us 50 bucks if we wear our jerseys to the women's game courtside. God. And the uh, sleeve. Representing, representing Aaliyah. But but you got to wear the, the black socks as your, your, your headbands and stuff. Yeah. I don't know if I'm willing to. I don't know. I'll have to think about that. You'll have to think about it? 50, but I mean, yeah. If we can do a uh, Mully wig thing, oh, yeah. I'll wear the jersey. If we can get some uh, get the donations up. All right, Shirley, let's do a um, – Skip, what's wrong with you? What's your deal today? Why well, you got a frowny face? What's, what's wrong? What do we need? What, you need a blankie? Need your bottle? You need your passy? <laughs> what's up with you? Or you need your passy? You need your binky? <laughs> <laughs> 
Shirley, uh, we need to thank our sponsors. So, Chandler, are you ready to go? We Let's need to... do it. All right. All right. Pirate water. Oh, my God. I'm thirsty. And I kind of want some alcohol. Hmm. I'm a pirate fan. Pirate water. Arg me, matey. All right. Greenville Auto World. Um, <laughs> let, let Tommy, Tommy cook. cook. <laughs> let him cook let and Tommy get cook. you a car. Get a car. Get your car repaired. Do it all. Green, Tommy Cook. Green all right. Town insurance. I need to be insured. When? Who just now. Said? Today? Yes. You can come to town In, today. in town. Yeah. All yeah. right. Serta Pro. Serta Pro. I, I need it's my not, walls painted. It's I not, need my house painted. I need my bathroom painted. Serta Amateur. No. Ha! Serta Amateur. It's Serta Pro. Serta Pro. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, Warren's Hot Dogs. Warren's Hot Dogs. Warren's Hot Dogs. Do you want to eat 10 hot dogs like Wes Hines? Go, Go to Warren's Hot Dogs. They got pizza, too, and subs. Mm. Best apple turnovers ever. I like the lemonade. All right. Eastern North Carolina, ENC Pirate Realty. Uh, I need a, ne- a new house. <laughs> I need to sell my house. Okay. You know uh, where you need to go? ENC. Pirate Realty. They are at Eastern North Carolina Legend. Bostic Sug Furniture. I need to sit down, but I don't have nothing to sit in. <laughs> And I need a lamppost to go beside the chair. And I need a nightstand to go beside it. A little stand to go beside it. I wonder where I can go. Bostic Sug. Go Get on the Sug boat and go to Bostic Sug. Taylor, you are good at this. You are a salesman, my friend. And finally, Fifth Street Hardware. Oh, my gosh. I, I want to go wrench. Get- I want to go to eat dinner on 4th Street, but they don't have a restaurant. So I go to 5th Street. They got one. 5th Street Hardware. And it's a hardware. <laughs> oh, the club sandwich there, phenomenal. Yeah, I like the club. Uh, patty melt, phenomenal. I like the wings. 5th Street Hardware. Thank you, and thank you to all our great sponsors. All right, we're going to wrap it up, but we will be back with you in an hour on facebook and youtube come hang out with us seven o'clock for east carolina and florida myself chan man coach mac watch party wings over greenville gonna be a good old time we will talk to you on these radio airwaves coming up friday three o'clock all new edition of pirate radio live for the crew i'm clip brock jeff charles take us home have a great night eastern carolina Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.